Log Talk Radio. I think you'll find, sir, that there will come a time when black people wake up and become intellectually independent enough to think for themselves as other humans are intellectually independent enough to think for themselves, then the black man will think like a black man, and he will feel for other black people. And this new thinking and feeling will cause black people to stick together. And then at that point, you'll have a situation where when you attack one black man, you are attacking all black men. And this type of black thinking will cause all black people to stick together. And this type of thinking also will bring an end to the brutality inflicted upon black people by white people. And it is the only thing that will bring an end to it. No federal court, state court, or city court will bring an end to it. It's something that the black man has to bring an end to himself. Bring it out. Hey. We go in the scriptures to bring it out. Hey. Grab my sword and 
pocket poster we hit in the bow so bring it out 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 We gather the brothers to bring it out We go in the scriptures Oh, yeah, 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 righteous peace, righteous peace and greetings, shalom, hope till, assalamu alaikum, what's up, y'all, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, hotel, hotel, abarakani, all of those good salutations, y'all, how y'all doing out there, family, how y'all doing out there, yeah, welcome in one more time to Culture Freedom Radio Network on this Friday night, yeah, let me get these volumes adjusted so we can get in here, let me make sure, let me make sure. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, there you go. Get it right, get it right, get it right. All right, all right, y'all. Here we go. Yeah, welcome to the Radio Network right here on this Friday night, y'all. We most definitely in this house. Yeah, in this house right here. Friday night talk with Culture Freedom Radio, most definitely. I am your brother, brother, son, right nine up in this house, up in this house, up in this house. Yeah, always, always. Thank y'all always for tuning in right here. Joining with your brothers. Chief Rabbi David Israel and Brother 39. We are your gracious hosts always right here on Culture Freedom Radio Network. Oh man, had another outstanding show on Monday night. Thank everybody for always calling in. That brothers who call in and share their wisdom, share their time. The rest of the family who listen, whether you're listening in live or you're listening in through the various archives, how you're listening to iTunes, you're listening in through uh, uh, TuneIn Radio, uh, the various pod, however you podcast stations and apps we really do appreciate the love and support right here because hey man this is for you the listeners out there to motivate you to inspire you and just as well as us because like i tell y'all these shows right here for me this is my therapy this is therapeutic for me it's, yeah, it's therapeutic I, I you know what I don't have to go through Dianetics. I, I, I don't need Dianetics, y'all. I, I, uh, 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 I can't do it. I just can't do it, brother Sunray. You can't do it. You can't do it. So, man, this right here, family, as, as we have our talks. Uh, oh, shoot, y'all. Hold up. Sound like I'm breaking up. I'm breaking up. See, that's why I have to monitor myself. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. There we go. Uh, we could use that call. I don't sit music. There we go. That goes. Yonder tears. Yonder tears. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to give us some, y'all. I forgot to give some. This for this ain't for us. This for each and every one of you, family. Right here, right here, right here. Uh-huh. There we go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the Reverend Gitmo would say. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, Reverend Gitbo. Yeah, that's what, yeah, for every each and every last one of you. We always have to give you a round of applause. Hey, y'all, I'm old school, y'all. You know, I don't mean no harm. I'm old school, y'all. You know, I love old school music and things. There's a group called the Dales, y'all. Oh, man, my group. He said, give your woman a standing ovation. You got to give her a standing ovation. I wish I had that one on the switchboard. I, I might have to put that one on there. So I give you a standing ovation. You don't have to be a woman, uh, I, I, but I give all, each and every one of you a standing ovation. So that was y'all standing ovation. Right there. I can't give y'all a Sonetta Award. I don't know how that came up. Summer, leave it alone. Leave it alone. I couldn't give all of y'all awards, but I can give you applause and thank you. 
Oh, wait, let's see here. Let me see. Like, where did I start, y'all? I got so much things in front of me. I got so many books and everything in front of me. Uh, tonight, man, I guess we got to bring this up. Um, I don't know too much about it, but I, you know, I was trying to look at some things while I was coming on. I saw seeing some stuff posted up. I mean, I'm here to bring the chief rabbi in here. But I've seen some things that was posted up. Um, mm, people talk about this blood moon tonight, y'all. Ooh, we the blood moon. Like I said, I, I, I don't know too much about it. I I really don't get into too much of those type of things, but um, dealing with moon, the moon cycles and things. I know it's signs of nature. Some people do, like people do moon magic, and uh, I, I know they're excited uh, who do thing, rituals around the moon and things. Uh, they're excited. So um, I, I've, I've seen some other things. I was trying to just look up some things, see what people were saying, uh, you know, but. I didn't really get too deep into it, but I seen there was some scriptures just going into it, and um, if I get into that and, and and read some scriptures dealing with what the Bible uh, even has to say about the blood moon. But first, before I do that, let me go to the what they call the apocrypha. Apocrypha, y'all. Uh, this is some of the apocrypha. I don't know if y'all, some of y'all know this. This is some of the books that was actually not some books of the Bible. Uh, this was left in some books, but. Like the Pentecostal books, they call them the not the Protestant. My bad, the Protestant Bibles. Most of the Protestant Bible, there, there's some folks in them churches, the Baptists and all this. They may not have these books um, in their Bibles. You know, they may have just the 66 books. But you have most of some like the Catholic Bibles or somewhat. They would maybe have um, what do I say, the Catholic Bible or some other books. They will have the uh, 72 books of the Bible. Now, that's why you hear sometimes, I don't know if y'all heard some of the Hebrew camps, they say, get the he, uh, the King James 1611. You know, you, you might hear them say that. So if you ever wonder why they say get the King James 1611, there's some reasons why, because it's not just because, you know, it was, you know, they talking about King James had it translated in 1611, because they saying get the King James Bible. Uh, the 1611 Bible is because some of them uh, still uh, include what they call the epigrapha. Yes. And I like a lot of it. It's called the Ecclesiastics. And I'm going to give you all this one right here, right fast. Ecclesiastics uh, chapter 11, verse 1. Wisdom lifts up the head of him that is low in degree, of degree, Shalakia, and make him to sit among great men. And I go elaborate a little bit. See, like, a lot of us, we think that sometimes we have to have all these bachelor's degrees, master's degrees, Ph.D. degrees, and all these one, two, three ABCs in front of our names. So, you know, it's just like, let me give you a good example. A good brother, Brother Malcolm, I go, I got to go back, skip that, skip that. A good brother, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, his teacher, they only had said he had maybe a seven, I mean, a third or a fourth grade education. And even now, I got to go to his student. Malcolm, Brother Malcolm X. They only said that he maybe had like a seventh grade education or something like that. They had low elementary education, schooling, you know, uh, what they call form of education of schooling. But look at those brothers. Look at the work that they did, what we call a somewhat a low degree. But it was wisdom, the wisdom gained throughout learning and studying dealing with the great wisdom that they said they got from their God or whatever. We'll leave that alone. But um, just the wisdom, man, that they have got. And look how they sat among maybe great men, scholars, 
Look at Brother Malcolm all over the world. Well, you know, some part of Africa, all through the United States. I mean, set among, look at the television shows he went on. He was interviewed, went through the different colleges and universities. And man, dropping wisdom. Look at he went through set with all of those different uh, civil rights icons. And look how he just astounded the world. And that the day they have celebrations. We have Mark, uh, uh, Brother Malcolm makes birthday, the celebrations, festivals, and all of these things. Colleges. You know, black colleges and all of these schools named after this brother because of the wisdom that he had. He didn't have that higher education that we may say. He didn't have, like I said, that Ph.D. degree, that uh, uh, what you call it, the H.A. degree. Hell, all them damn degrees, y'all. I don't even know them all because I don't give a damn about them. They don't. They's are, they are irrelevant to me. I got. I, I want me a, a, a Most High degree. I want me a uh, a Netru degree. I want an ancestor degree on the front of my name. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. But our, with the wisdom we gave to the whole world, I don't need something that this European, this Caucasian, Esau, Tamahu put in into in play in this set. This is the form of education. Y'all need this here to be recognized with us. Our credentials. Damn your credentials. But Ecclesiastics, from the, again, it says wisdom sits uh, lift up the head of him that is low in degree. Most definitely lift your head up high when you have wisdom. See, when you got wisdom, you can hold your head up high. You don't have to worry. You don't have to look down up at, you know, keep your head holding down. Y'all know that you're ashamed. You don't have to, you don't hold your head down. You lift your head up high because you know you have true wisdom and, and right overstanding. And you can outstand the world. You know how to reason, as we said, used to say this in the Wabians. We use right knowledge. We use the right uh, uh, reasoning. See, we know how to reason out things. So with wisdom, you can sit among anybody. You don't give a damn what they title you. You can sit among anybody and out uh, uh, and stun them with wisdom. They wonder how this brother may never finish school can do this. Mm, I went to school 25 years. Damn, I can't drop it like that. Woo! How they do it, how they do it. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, y'all. Get some wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. And notice wisdom is called there. Most of it is called is knowledge as a her, she. But that's what that. Uh, let me get ready to bring the chief rabbi in here, man. I just had to throw out there to y'all. And uh, we go into that. And I got some scriptures. That's how I bring the chief rabbi in and see some things that talk about wisdom. Uh, from the scriptures, I mean the blood moon, my blood, blood, blood moon, my bad, y'all. So all the Hebrew Israelite brothers out there, or not, my bad, y'all. The Hebrew brothers out there, I say to you and everybody else, but I know what's coming up, because uh, I know the Hebrew is going to be getting into this here, this blood moon, and they're going to be talking about it as well. So I say to you, man, Shalawan, Shalawan, not what Shalawan, some say Shalawan, some say Shalom, but I say it, I know other degrees, I'm trying to get it right, y'all. <laughs> uh, 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 I get, get, come on here today, cause hell, I can't get it right, man, right now. I'm trying to, get, I'm trying to get my Hebrew, y'all. I'm trying to learn my Hebrew, day. Hell, I can't even remember what I supposed to been saying, day. Yeah. Bum Yashala, there it go. Bum Yashala. There it go. Hey, hey, What's up, brother? Can you hear Shalom. Shalom, brother. Love, love, love you, brother. Love, love everybody out Assalamu alaikum, uh, Sajada Lahush, uh, Rahu Bay, uh, shoes, uh, peace, 
you know, Shalom, Kwam Yashalom, and everything. But uh, something I heard you were talking about the blood moon. Yes, sir. Now, when we now when we go into Joel two and thirty one, I'm going yes, to go to Joel, Joel two and thirty one. Let me get it. I get it right on down here, right on down to the thirty fifth period, and like they say in the church. Anyway, Joel two and thirty one says. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and the terrible day of the Lord has come. Hear that, Brother Sunray? The day of the... <laughs> Let me read this again. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. Before the great and the terrible day of the Lord has come. <clears throat> now let's see what what uh the scriptures say about that. Uh, also Isaiah thirteen and nine says, Behold, the day of the Lord coming, cruel both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners. Thereof out of it. You hear me? So, so yes, when we're talking, when we're going into the blood moon, which everybody, this this happens every every couple of years. They start talking about the blood moon. I know a few years ago they talked about the blood moon, and they're like, "Oh, the world gonna end the blood moon," you know. And I remember uh, Nareem Muhammad on the Farrakhan. Did a lecture called "It's Not Fair In, But It's Fair In." I remember he did that a couple of years back, but hell, probably over ten years ago, and he talked about the blood moon. Okay, now the thing is, when we talk about fair in, everybody thinks it's gonna be the end of the world, blood moon, everything shit. No, it's not the end of fair world, but it's the end of fair world. The devil's rule is up. It's coming to an end. Everything is coming into shine into spotlight. When Jennifer Hudson said, I don't like living in seeing and living under your spotlight. Let me share that song. Well, when we talking about the spotlight, the spotlight nowadays, you see the LGBT community, you see all you know, Trump putting everybody out the country. You know, you see all, hell, the heroin overdose, the the heroin, the drug epidemic is coming back. They say that uh, the heroin is back is back in style. You see that? Yes, sir. <laughs> I sent you an article about that, about, about Demi Lovato. Some of y'all might know the little white Latino uh, singer. Uh, Demi Lovato had a, a heroin overdose. Her, Lindsay Lohan, Madonna, all these damn hoes of Hollywood, they're all drug addicts. You know what I'm saying? Pink, a drug addict. You know, it's not shocking to Cashy 6 9 a drug addict. You know, <laughs> all these people that you see in Hollywood, 
are on that shit. You know, it, it's it's no shot. So everybody said, well, Jimmy Lovato. They're all sending out prayers like John A. said. I'm sending my love to you. You know, they're sending their prayers out to, you know, these celebrities. When it's not really even, we don't give a damn about them. And they decide to sell the hell out and the goddamn do all that nasty shit. So the reason why she was like doing all that because all the sin that she didn't die. But when we're talking about the blood moon, yes, we're talking about the bloodshed that's coming upon, that is being placed upon the average American right now. You know, the Bitcoin. You know, the Bitcoin, the, the, the cryptocurrency is taking over uh, right now. It's no more paper money no more. You know what I'm saying? The paper money is done. You know, when we're talking about the, the, the cryptocurrency, right, you see they say that the Bitcoin dropped. It dropped. But have you noticed that everywhere you go nowadays, it seems like they have no tellers to be able to take cash. Everything is credit card. Everything you got to use a credit card. You know, I, I went inside a, a place one time, uh, hell, McDonald's one time. They said the, the cash, they, 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 they only took credit cards. I was so conscious that you McDonald's just would take uh, uh, cash. This was early in the morning, about a few months ago. They said, we're only taking credit cards right now. I knew the world was I, I knew the world was about to be done then for the the uh for the uh cash. You know, I said I said that's that's the beginning right there when places start telling you at certain times they'll take cash, this card this this is to tell you we don't want no more cash. That's right, we're replacing this shit with electronic money. Now when Electronic money comes right, exactly. which is already happening. That means all those millions of dollars that you Negroes who have been saving up years that's in these accounts, all you rich millionaires, that's it. You know, they're going to tax the fuck out of that, and, and, and your money going to be gone. You know, you're going to be looking like the new edition store, like where the, where the fuck is the money at? You know, so. <laughs> By you having all those millions in your bank account, y'all might as well spend that shit up now. Oh. Mm. Y'all might as well go and spend this shit up right now, man. For all y'all, you know, the guy all of sitting on all those millions of dollars, that's electronic money. You put money overseas, hiding it in the offshore accounts. Get rid of that shit now. Get rid of get rid of it now, cause there's no bear, no money, and no offshore accounts. Foreign places are fucking done too. You know, shit, all that converting money over into to over to other places. You don't think that they're gonna be affected too? You know, you I, I heard I heard some family members of mine. 
you know, you know, tell me, oh, they're going to Panama. I said Panama is controlled by the U.S., so you go to Panama all you fucking want to, but Panama was invaded by the U.S. in 1988. So by going to Panama, you're not fucking safe. You know, they money, they money is U.S. money. You're not fucking safe. Then <laughs> all our dollar, our note drops. Then note drops too. So. When you're talking about going to Brazil, going to the Dominican Republic, you don't think that their currency is different than ours? Their currency ain't shit either. It's broke in those other countries. The third world countries, they broke as shit. They, they, they ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? The Philippines. Broke this shit. They ain't got nothing. Shit. Uh, Dominican Republic. I got an uncle who got dual citizenship. He went. He went over there. He lived. He he lives over there. I, I said it once. I said. I said. I can see you vacationing, but you just to be wanting to live over there. What the fuck can you do? Shit. You don't think that they gonna. Make you bring your ass back over here, and then all that money that you probably got over there—that's gonna be done. They ain't gonna let you take that. They gonna freeze them those accounts too. You know, shit. Uh, shit. I got some. I got some family members who then moved out of countries and shit like that. Then did that, and it's ignorant because they gonna make y'all bring y'all asses right back. So. So, moving out of the country is no answer. It's no answer for that shit. You know, think you going to go marry a woman in another country and have babies over there and stay over there? You're stupid as fuck. Brother Sunray, what is that one brother named Judy Nazareth who we cussed out a few times? <laughs> hey, yeah, you remember, I was one of the damn forefathers of the tour nights. At one time, that little group that debated Ta'aka Bay, you know, the brother, the main leader, Judith Nazareth, is uh, in Japan. He claims that he loves it in Japan. Oh, America can't touch you. America can. So is America. Uh, uh, it's done. Okay. Done doing what they got to do. They're going to make your ass come right back. <laughs> If you was born in America, they'll make your ass come right back. So you better goddamn suck it up right now. Y'all Negroes, people that's over there living late in shade with a glass in them, they, it ain't going to be no fun over there either. Shoot. The judgment is about to happen. The money done. <laughs> the, the, what, 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 what we was talking about one day about... They sold some farmers some fake seeds, and the shit ain't even grow. Yeah, that was here in Memphis. Yeah. That was in Memphis, brother. Somebody uh, sent me an article uh, yep. where a brother sent some damn, uh, bought some seeds of black farmer out there where brother Summary is. Uh, but a country brother like me, brother Summary, you know, some of y'all see, I grew up on 
fought Viagra and Lance. So I know I grew up broke country out there here. And I got family that's country too. You know, Alabama country. So we know about farming. We knew about a little bit about that. I might not live out in the country no more, but I know a little bit about that. About that. I had a pear tree and watermelons, some watermelons growing up. And I'm going to tell you something. They had some of these farms out here getting these fake seeds. You're getting fake seeds, seedless watermelons. Okay, you can't grow that, grow nothing natural no more. Okay, you 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 ain't gonna get nothing real no more, brother. Summary, send me an article, brother. Who's a farmer? Well, brother, summary is what's a fake fucking seeds? Shit, we ain't even grow. Shit, we ain't even grow. Monsanto <laughs> seeds. Santo seeds. GMO, genetically modified seeds. So by us thinking that we got some way out, there's no way out. Shit, like Richard Pryor had that movie, Which Way Is Up? (laughs) Shit, ain't nowhere to go. Shit, like Mary Will said, nowhere to run to, baby. Nowhere to hide. Ain't nowhere to run and nowhere to have. Shoot, ain't nowhere to go, man. You you know you got these some of these Hebrew brothers out here. You know talking about some. You know we gonna have a compound. Shit, if they have a compound, they can raise that shit just like they did Doctor York shit. You remember that, brother Sunray? You were in the Wild Being Nation. Shit, they raided. They raided. Dr. Yuck was, uh, was what, what was he, uh, uh, sovereign too? He had his own land. He had his uh, trailers where people can live on. He had all that shit. And guess what? They they overthrew his ass. That's what will set this nigga up. You done, nigga. Bye. Mm. Dr. can't never get out of jail. He tried that farming shit too. All that trying to, you know, have their own land, trying to, you know, uh, separate from the rest of the world. They don't, they don't work. Yahweh, Yahweh being Yahweh tried that. Not the real Yahweh being Yahweh. The real Yahweh being Yahweh is, 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 is the Lord. But I'm talking about Yahweh being Yahweh, but the Yahweh nation. Kingdom of Yah, he tried to build up. He tried to have his own school, tried to prepare, tried to ask something for the end. But it didn't work. It didn't work. They shut his ass down, too. So this time is done. The blood moon means it's time for blood to be everywhere. It's time for... The blood, blood of, of of humans to be lost. That's why it, it, humans it ain't no more existence for us. Just in America, it's no more existence for us. So blood moon, shit. That means it's not, it's not just their end, but it's their end as fucking our end too. Okay, because we going right on down with it. All this little Uzi work, you know, uh, uh, 
telling people that they going to hell right along with him. You damn right. Shit, we going to hell right with Lil Uzi, but he right. <laughs> we going to hell right with what he said. Hey, yeah, yeah, I sold my soul, and all y'all going to hell with me. Yeah, damn right. Shit, all of us in hell right now, shit, we just don't know. And that's why I'm trying to tell you, brother, summary about this shit. The blood moon, man, just that, it means just the goddamn that therein, shit. It's therein. I saw another, I don't care how I many fucking videos you make, talking about black cut shit. This is the end right here. Like Ralph Tresman said, it's the end. Shit, it's the end. Shit, <laughs> fuck it, not just that end, but our end too. Shit, ain't no saving this shit. Show like, you white man treat you like shit on your job. You know what I'm saying? Shit, beating our people up. And what is that KKK shooting up all our people? You hear about that, brother, Summer? all these people out in California, KKK been coming back. And not just that, that one with the sister that our brother or LJ was talking about, but that came on the brother out of Oakland. But there was another sister and another brother that that happened to also with that white supremacist thing. That, that yeah, happened I ain't heard again. About that yeah, there was another one that happened too. You know, we were talking about that. That brother yeah, I remember from Oakland called it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, there was a there was another one that happened too out there. Okay, mm. so yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's done, man. The time is done, man. And the war's happening. Shit. And hell, Donald Trump putting out all these Latinos and shit. It's gonna be us next. We got next. Shit, we gonna be out the country soon. Shit, we gonna be putting concentration camp. Damn, and all that weed y'all smoking, all that shit y'all getting high to, he get, they getting you high, they, they easily take your ass to them little tent, to them little tents, into all them little concentration camps. Shit, it's already happened. So, yeah, that's, that's all I can say. That blood yeah, moon, that blood moon in. Yeah. That's the end. That's all I can say. Yeah, but that you know what only only way that'll happen, brother, if we succumb to it, if we allow it to happen, you know that these things will happen to us because it don't have to, you know, it don't have to happen. What they say, the Holy Quran even makes uh, a statement. They plan a plan, but I'm just gonna quote what they say, y'all. They plan a plan, but Allah is the best of all planners. You know how the nation of God and earth has in their doctrine, or I think what the five percent even had that said, or the Elijah Muhammad even said to, he said, you know, we are a lot, even though there's a the most high or whatever or greater power than us, but he says that we are a lot, we all are a lot. So if it's they plan a plan, but a lot's the best of all planners, and we all are a lot. God damn it, we better have a better plan. We better have a better plan than them. Because don't we call, in, in, in terms of the nation of Islam, back in the days, now back in the days, and then he called them devils. So there's always this conflict between devil and God. So 
So we got to have a better plan. So even though they plan, we as a laws, I'm I ain't talking about in the air, air law. I'm talking about we as a laws, as he say, is because even the scripture says about well not the scripture, but even it says in the Psalms, David says in the Psalms, and even it says in the book of uh, I remember I think it's the book of John's, even what so called uh, as they say Jesus, aka Yahweh Shah Mashiach, as they say in Hebrew, it says that he even he quote he even he quoted going back to Psalms. Ye are gods, children of the most high God. So we better have a damn plan. When they try to execute their plan, see, we are the gods. We, 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 we got to have something better than what they got. We do. And I was reading something in Job, and I, I don't want to get into that another time maybe. And, um, and uh, But, but I want to read something else going back. Some, we were talking about this blood moon. Now, like I said, I don't know too much about this blood moon, so I'm not going to too much try to elaborate on that. I don't, I'm not an expert in moon readings and, you know, dealing with that. That's not my expertise. So I'm not going to even really just touch on none of that. But I, I was just looking at something. Uh, G. Rabbi, I had a book that I have got, what well, I had seen at work, um, I had got, but it's called The Ancient Messianic. Uh, feast and the prophecies they reveal, and I was just looking at some brother. Now I know this probably um, what you call them folks, the Askenazims, Askenazi Jews. I will say that because I see stuff like Yom Kippur and all of this. I know this some of their names and stuff uh, that they have, but it it named the two Jewish calendars in here, and actually for well, no, yeah. I actually had from June, June through July, I think it end on the 30th, though. So I got to see how they read their calendar because it's different. It was, I guess it ended on the 30th. It was had tumors from June to July, and I think it maybe is like 29 days, the calendar. And uh, that was tumors. That was ironic, tumors. Who was tumors? Tumors, going back into Babylonian customs or traditions, Tammuz was that Babylonian, a.k.a. Jesus Christ. He was that savior, just like uh, equivalent to um, going back to the, people say, Egyptian doctrine or G- Egyptian uh, mythology or comedic mythology. Uh, Haru was the savior. Y'all already know Christianity. Jesus was the savior. Um what was it else? Krishna and many more, many more. What was this? What was their brother had that book? What was it? Cursey Gray's, uh, I'm not mistaken, had the book. Was it 16 Crucified Saviors? I forget the number on that one, y'all. Forgive me. 16 Crucified Saviors. I hope that's right, the number. But I know he had a book, Cursey Gray. I never read that one. I always said I want to get it. I, and maybe I will one day. I don't know. I doubt it, though. Um, it depends on what I need it for. Uh, but anyway, that 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 they had a month named after this Babylonian deity called Tammuz, and I was just looking at that. It was ironic because this is still July, um, but I think because I'm looking at it now, the next month it has also uh, I don't know how you pronounce that A V. I wouldn't know how the hell pronounce the A V. Uh, a V, but it's July through August, so I'll have to look at the date. And I know it's thirty days in that, so I don't know how they months. A um, lap over each other, so I'm not, you know, into that. But I just seen that 
it was uh, June, June, July, and it had to deal with tumults. And I was looking at a video kind of earlier, and I, and I was looking at Blood Moon a little bit, and it was talking about, they was talking about the Savior, something about that's the sign of the Savior coming back or something like that. And then uh, so I'm like, it's out of Lyrana, I was looking at the calendar, and this is July, and tumults was a Savior. To come, they were talking about the coming of the Savior. That's what a sign. That was some of the, and there was some, I guess, Ashkenazi Jews who were saying that too in that video. But uh, in the same book, Brother Dave, I'm looking at the Jewish months, right? And it's called New Moon. I'm looking at something they got in here called by the first day of the Jewish month always begin on a new moon. The middle of 15th of the month is the full moon. The new moon is called. Rosh Kadash, Rosh Kadash. This literally means the head or beginning of the holy. It is called the feast of the born again because the moon has gone through the cycle of birth to fullness to death, and it is now reborn anew. Mm, but this is some interesting. It literally means the head or beginning of the holy. It is called the Feast of the Born Again because the moon has gone through its cycles of birth and to fullness to death. Now, that was something else, the fullness to death. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was that. So they started the so-called Jewish, and a lot of us brothers, as I'm learning from the Hebrews, um, that Jewish thing, that's not... Of what you see the brothers y'all see on the YouTube videos and things of this nature, uh, even the chief rabbi, he can say it on his own. But they don't, they're not Jewish. That Jewish is not the, the, the so-called black brothers and sisters. Uh, and, I, and I use that term, you know, I guess, loosely, uh, black, because I'm not going to identify, y'all, what I'm saying, black. Uh, the Hebrews that you, you basically see uh, on the videos, they don't call themselves black so when you see i mean jewish so when you see that jewish you all got to understand you talking about the ones you see so-called in israel those ashkenazi jews and so forth for that as most of the people say even the bible said this ain't my term but they said those fake jews those from the synagogue of satan so this what they go by the moon cycles they deal with everything uh even with with the moon cycle their months arrive around most of this moon cycle um we are, and, and, and we know really that we are sun cycle people. I don't know how many of y'all really get into that. We are sun cycle people, not moon cycle. We don't deal with moon cycles. Now, some of y'all don't do. I know the, 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 everything deal with nature, and I know our sisters, their menstrual cycles and stuff do, because we're still connected to the cosmos and all of that. I understand that. I know their menstrual cycles and stuff deal around different cycles, but. We, as the so-called melanated being, uh, sun cycle people, we, we call it the people of the sun. That's why you even go back to Kemet, everything was, y'all see, it was like the different phases of the sun. Um, different things were named, uh, Aten, Aten. It, we, did, we dealt with things different with the phases of the sun because we know that, again, not that we worship, our ancestors worship the sun, uh, you know, but we gave reference to it because, like I said, y'all heard me say it several times, we knew that there was the source of life. Everything depends on that sun. If you on this planet, oh, damn it, you depend on that sun. Oh, y'all, yes, sir, you depend on that sun to shine. Most definitely you do. Ain't no, like Brother Dave was talking about farming. You ain't finna farm 
if you ain't got no damn sunshine. Now, you might go in there and, and, and put it in this artificial light. You can buy some uh, fluorescent lights and all that. But wait a minute. Hold up. You still need light. Doesn't that sun give us off the appearance of light, heat, and energy? Isn't it light that we call the so-called light? So even if you use a fluorescent light bulb, any kind of light bulb, it is still something that is like in a representation of what the sun does. You have to have light for something to grow. So we know if we want to keep growing or so-called AKA living and keep going through this life, we need the sun. So that's why you've seen that there was different phases of the sun. We as a sun people, children of the sun, we didn't get rebel. We don't, we don't, we don't, we ain't this, some of us now we are, you know, because of certain things. I ain't going to get into it. a lot of new age stuff. We deal with moon. We sun people. I'm a sun man. I'm a sun man. Why y'all, damn it, y'all see my name. It speaks for itself. Sun Ray. Because even, what even, yeah, not S-O-N, but S-U-N. Most definitely. S-U-N. Sun Ray. And what does the Ray? Not R-A-Y. R-E. R-E. Ray. Why Sunray? Why your name Sunray? Why do you do Sunray? Because just like the sun, man, we have to shine. What 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 does the scripture they call the New Testament or the New Covenant that says uh let your light so shine upon men. Let your light shine. So all of us, we supposed to be shining. What my this What's the group? Earth, Wind, and Fire. My group from here, from my hometown, boy. Earth, Wind, and Fire had a song, y'all. Shining Star. You got to shine, baby. We got to shine. What, what, some brother, we used to say it in, you know, in, in, in the street turn. I'm shining, baby. I'm shining out here on these fools. Y'all know that's how your brother used to talk, baby. We shining on these fools. You know, sometimes he said he's stunned. I'm shining on these. Huh? So, we got to shine, man. You know, let your rays shine. So, it's like, like certain things, when people see your aura, there's certain things about you. People can see your aura. Some people say a vibration. Some can see the aura, your mood. So you have a ray of light around you. Not everybody can physically see it, but some people say they can actually tap and they can see it. It's on my uh, brother will say a higher science. Those who are in tune with nature and things, it is, uh, and the like. You can tell, you can see the aura. When you look at, even the, they show some parts about the, um, when they're out there and they're showing so-called earth, it has an aura around it. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about, an aura. But, um, and who deal with, you know, uh, the energy, kundalini and kundalini energy and things of this nature. Y'all seen some of the diagrams where y'all see the body and it shows the different uh, forms of light around it even y'all see the uh what was that aurora lights they be showing like in uh what was that alaska and all of these things aurora lights and some said some lights that even emanate uh, what was that um i was just looking at that the other day i think there was uh i want to say antarctica and stuff like that and they was trying to say these lights just actually come up out of the, the like north poles and all of this i think it was Antarctica. one of them they saying is like coming out of the um, deep caverns and there is no scientists they out there doing some crazy crazy stuff just experimenting 
But, um, yeah, we have these rays of light. So we have to let our light shine. And light of shine is the knowledge of yourself. And basically your light that you got to that shine is, man, your, the way you carry yourself. And um, if you're around a positive person, that light, that positivity should be shining on. I ain't say it's going to be a, a real light going to be shining on somebody, but it's your uh, way your personality shines on everybody, like damn, that's a cool brother there, man. I wonder, you know what I'm saying? I wonder what they into, what kind of not knowledge they into, man. What they they always trying to help somebody, man. They always trying to give somebody a word of encouragement. They doing this, they doing that. That light shining on somebody, man. So no matter what, somebody watching you and like, hey, bro, that ain't that that, that brother that ain't the average brother, man. He ain't like everybody else. That sister ain't like everybody else. Your light shining, so they see that. You got to make that thing manifest. So, but, uh, yeah. So, but, you know, I, like I said, I'm not deep into the moon thing. Um, but let me see. I did. I, I was something like you were reading, Brother David, right fast. Chief Rabbi, uh, and I jump off of this and get in. We jump on something else. And I see Brother uh, Justin in the house, too. Um, but going back, you were talking about brother, uh, uh, the book of Job, Brother Day. And I see a lot of stuff in that book. But I got to get into this book, um, for the, uh, the book of Job. I mean, Job, Job. But you was reading something earlier from the book of Joel, and there was something in the book of Revelation also talking about the uh, blood moon. Uh, but going back, you talk about Joel 2 and 31. It says, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. Behold, the great and terrible day of the Lord come. Now, that's what in that video I was seeing um, that they was putting out. Now, and it has in this Bible that I has, I have. Not has Sam Sunray with big proper English Sunray, even though you're not an Englishman. Uh, this is the King James Version, uh, Thomas Nelson Bible, and it has a footnote. And I like the notes, y'all. I like the notes when you're doing the study. I even pay, pay, pay attention to the notes, but anyway, it has a footnote that goes with it. It says the blood moon, the moon appears red as when it is viewed through heavy smoke. The previous, the days previous to the terrible day of the Lord will be the days of great violence and war. That's what he was saying. Now, we do see a gun. Now, I ain't saying the law is coming in the mighty clouds of joy in the morning. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I ain't saying that, y'all. I'm just reading out here. But we do see a lot of violence and war in here. So, so, so she did say, too. Uh, and she's a Hebrew brother. What's her name? Dr. Uh, Mumby. I think her name Dr. Mumby. Some video, y'all, she got on YouTube. I love that sister, man. She's bringing some great knowledge. And I played one of the videos on the show. I think Dr. Mumby. Uh, and she's a Hebrew as well. Uh, she's over in, I think, Kenya. I think it's, I want to say Kenya because she was talking about rock coming to Kenya. Um, but anyway. She was just kind of saying, like, it, it is the end of a cycle, the end of an age, uh, is what the blood moon was representing. And, you know, I would take more stock in her, you know, as, a, as, a, as an African or as a, just a Nubian. And what she was putting, but she was just going in and talking about the end of a, uh, a age or a cycle. Just what so we're talking about the menstrual cycle, but that's what it was representing. So I'm, you know, I don't know what time it's supposed to come. I hope. You know, maybe it, it won't come while I'm on the show. I can get a chance to maybe go out there and um, maybe I can get a chance to look at it and see what it's about. I want to, you know, hey, whatever it is. Um, so, but anyway, yeah. So that's it. So everybody out there during the night, 
doing their rituals and uh, getting them rituals on tonight. Uh, I just say, man, hey, do y'all thing, do your thing, do your thing, thing, thing. Hey, let's just get some peace and love, whatever kind of rituals you get. I hope we can get some rituals and clean this goddamn disagreeableness off this damn planet. That's just what I'm talking about. Hey, look, whatever kind of rituals we can get, let's get some disagreeableness off this goddamn planet if we can. Uh Uh-huh. That's all I'm saying. So let's get those rituals out tonight because a lot of there is a lot of things we do always dealing with ritual things that a lot of we always have done. So it's nothing new uh, with us as a people, melanated beings. Um, But I like this description, man. I got to get into Job uh, chapter three, man. It's going to a lot of stuff that kind of does touch on uh, us as a people, brother Dave. I know it does say in here, it's talking about the mm, Israelites. But I'm, I'm gonna read this reverse thing going right in. I get on to something else, but I just I found this very interesting. Reading, I said I wanna, I got to read this one, brother. It says, "I will." This, this Joel chapter three verses two, and it says, "I will gather all nations and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land." And they have cast lots for my people and have given a boy for a harlot and sold a girl for wine that they may drink. Now, let's, I just stop right there. This is very interesting because I thought about when I read chapter uh, 3, verse 3, I thought about slavery. Well, you know, what happened over here, with the transatlantic slave trade and the slave on the auction blocks. It says that they have cast lots for my people. When they doing that a little bit now, I know some some of them are casting lots. It was like they were talking about gambling and this and this nature and so forth. But you know, and but it's interesting. It says, man, for they have given a boy for a harlot. They have sold the boys over, man, for like, damn, for a harlot. You know, and, and going to scripture too, they were like selling the little boys, man. Now go back. Let me jump out. Like I told y'all that the footnotes. When a nation was conquered, this this here is this footnote that goes with uh, Joel three and three. It says, when a nation was conquered to distribute the slaves by drawing lots, boys were as payments for a harlot. Y'all know harlot, prostitute. Y'all understand the biblical terminology. A boy for a payment for a harlot or prostitute. A girl for wine. They sold the girls or cast the girls off to get a drink of wine. Mm, some wine. The terrible conditions are actually using boys and girls as currency to pay for a night with a prostitute or to get a glass of wine. Mm, interesting. Like I said, I got to get really get down into um, this and look at this in a little bit more uh, on this one here, because I was just looking at it as I was, you know, as Brother Chief Rabbi was talking. So, man, this here, I'm going to get into it, and I'll bring it up for another day, because it's interesting, because they talk about the Gentiles, got to prepare for war, and it's something like what we were talking about the other day on the show Monday, uh, really how um, and I'll stop with that one. We got our young brothers out there, and I want to say peace and blessings to my good brother. Peace and salute to my good brother, uh, the brother LJ, who came on the show the other day and Monday, dropping his wisdom, 
and overstanding for us. He's coming in as a, well, I would say a younger brother for us, because a lot of us, you know, if you're on the show, we are a little bit older. Uh, so, but having that, a younger perspective of what's going on in society and what's happening in their mind. So I really appreciate the young brother, uh, with a brother for calling in um, and, and sharing that, because it's, it's good to hear how they, the, what we would kind of say, the younger generation, how they feel. There's a lot of people, man, they don't want to, we don't tend to listen to uh, uh, the youth. It's not all of us, not generalizing. Sometimes, y'all, when I'm talking, please know that I'm not generalizing. I'm not trying to generalize everybody. Please, uh, uh, not, any show that I do, please understand or uh, keep in mind, I'm not generalizing everybody. So forgive me if I, when I be talking and I don't note that. But I, I, a young brother, and I feel, I felt the brother frustration and, in, in, you know, in, in, in pain. And I understand the brother may think that he was speaking out of frustration. But it's that shit that's that's well um, accepted. So you didn't. That's why I tell the brother, you didn't do nothing wrong. You didn't say nothing wrong. You didn't do nothing wrong, brother. It is a frustrating. Uh, we we living in frustrating. Time, especially as, as as melanated beings, where it is frustrating, brother, for us to see, know what we've been through and what we still going through, and and you see people like yourself act like they don't even give a goddamn. I just said it. It's like like sometimes hey, they don't give a goddamn. Some people like this, like well, fuck it, bro. I'm gonna play like I don't even see this shit, so I can better cope with it. And some people do. That's how they got to be able to cope with shit. Like they don't see, like I don't, I don't see what the fuck y'all talking about. I'm living good. I've shit, but they always they, they hurt inside. But it's it's, it's like a, a abusive relationship. I guess I hell I don't know. I never been abused. Well, fuck that guy. I guess I have. <laughs> I wouldn't really you, but not battered. I say battered physically, like like some women get beat upside the head. But it's like being in a abusive relationship. Some women, man, they can deny it. A man be beating beating the crap out of them, and they got this no good ass person beating the hell out of them. And then you have brothers too who go through verbal abuse with 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 sisters. You know, hey, you got some sisters beat the hell out of me and too now. Yeah, I ain't gonna, well, I guess I can say on both ends. But just being in a a, a abusive relationship, and, and I'm primarily gonna speak on for uh, on the ladies in, I guess. Uh, but so you know, you have this relationship. People, you, your family can be telling you, you need to get out that relationship. Quit taking that abuse. Well, no, you know, I, and I'm gonna use how some I, I've heard it mostly, mostly from sisters. Well, y'all don't understand. He's going through stuff, and so and so, so and so. Well, yeah, but you ain't gotta take that. That man don't love you, beating you upside the head, woman. Goddamn, sister. You know, this sister's probably talking to sister's auntie. Get out that damn relationship. He's going to mess around and kill you. No, no, he ain't. He love me. He ain't going to do nothing like that to me. Y'all just don't understand. He going through something. He going through something upside your head, but he constantly beating up. And then one day, the the things that the sisters imagined that would happen, happen sometime. Uh he, he, he mess around and kill her. And, you know, they be on the news. I told her to get away from him. I told her to leave his ass alone. I knew that one day this was going to happen. But she, in her mind, she she knew things wasn't right, but she tried to rationalize the unrighteousness in her mind, you know, to try to hold on. 
and 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 I'm and I use myself for an example. You know, I ain't, ain't hiding shit. I ain't got nothing. To hide. I ain't lied to y'all yet. I ain't no goddamn sense of hiding now. And, and I even went through something similar to, to that. Not getting beat upside the head, but uh, you know, it was some things that I was told in a relationship. Um, I would say, hell, fuck it. I was my, my, my son and mother, you know, and things were, she was out here doing, I, you know, I, I used to be in the street wilding the hell out, wilding out. But later I told you I went to jail and I ended up getting out. I changed. I, you know, I started studying Islam, Sunni, whatever. And I studied my discipline through the nation. But I got back with, I got back with my, my son and mother at the time. I changed. Well, when I went in, before I went in, I, I was whole different story, y'all. I started messing with another mar- a married woman. Don't y'all ever do that. Don't mess with none of them married women, y'all. Men, y'all leave that shit alone. Leave that shit alone. But anyway, Sunray going on. Um, you know, I was warned. It was a lot of stuff, man. She was, you know, calling the police on me, making up shit. I mean, excuse me, y'all, because she wanted to still go out, party, club, and do all that bull. I was I was out of this that like she still wants to do that. And I'm 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 thinking, you know, hey, like you said, you think you can make a person change sometime. Um, but that don't always be the case. So, you know, I'm still trying to, you know, be in there for and this and that. Because I did I cared about her. That was why why you really well, yeah, I did she did have my son at that time. So but I was getting warned she was called police, man. I had police come out there, and even white police. She called the police number one. Man, I'm gonna tell you, a white police lieutenant came out there once, and he told me. And if I wish I could, if I can ever see that white boy today, I shake his goddamn hand. It's like, man, goddamn, you told me. Well, if I could ever shake a white man's hand, goddamn it, it would be today. And I tell him, man, you told me. So it was the day that goddamn white man, so-called AKA white man, he saw Tamil who didn't lie. He didn't lie. He told me. Uh, she came out there, came out there once. He told me, look, um, man, you better leave that woman alone. That woman, that crazy as hell. I'm sorry, man. I, you know, I hate to say it to you. He said to y'all. I ain't trying to say she crazy, but he said, you better leave that woman alone. He said, man, you better leave here and leave that woman, man. He said, that woman going to get you messed up. He said, and if you come back to her, you'll be a damn fool. You'll be a damn fool. You know what, y'all? That's why I said I had to shake that goddamn white man's hand. Because you know what? I was a damn fool. I stayed. But you know why I said you know what I try to do? I rationalize. I rationalize why I had to stay because I had a baby by, I had a son by. We were buying a house and all. I tried to rationalize. Well, I don't want to uh, uh, leave my son. I'm staying in this relationship with my son and all that. No, you know, you know, you, you know, you, we're trying to find a justified reason to 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 stay around. Or even some some people they try to find a justifiable reason to get out here and do dirt into side. If they want to do drugs or, or whatever. We're going to try to find a justifiable reason to, to do our stuff. So I, that was my justified reason to try to hang in. And no one thing wasn't right. I stayed, y'all. Oh, I was a goddamn fool. Out of all the time that this woman had sent me to jail, lying on me and all this crazy shit. But I, I took it out because I want to be there for my life. That's what I said. Knowing I can raise my child outside of the house. But, you know, she had something to do with that later as I... uh Got out of relationship. She put a hindering block on that too. But anyway, y'all, the hair up. Um, so it it was a lot. I didn't listen. I tried to justify that shit. And later, like the white boy said, if you stay, and he, he wasn't the only one that told me that. It was another police because I was working. I was managing doing a management at a, at a, at a play, and she tried to try to call the police on me. 
And check this out, y'all. I came home one day. I ain't got nothing to hide, y'all. Hell, this might help some goddamn. But I came home one day. Hell, she had another. Check this out. I'm, I'm gonna give y'all something right there. So I'm gonna show y'all. I ain't, ain't look. Ain't, 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 ain't no goddamn. Ain't no angel. Ain't no none of this shit. I've been through some crazy shit, y'all. That's why I can talk about a lot of stuff. So I told y'all this show is therapeutic for me. This therapy. This my that's my couch. I'm laying down, y'all. I got my head. I'm. This my therapy. So okay, y'all. Let me please help me out. So I'm trying. It might help somebody. One day, I I, I kind of knew we got to the point we were damn near like roommates. I knew she was out here cheating and shit like that. So I tried to stay around. She kind of came home one day. I mean, well, she had took my goddamn keys, all my house keys off the damn thing one day, off my keychain. I'm like, God damn. So I'm, I didn't know it. But anyway, I come to another hour one day, and I damn, and somehow I, I'm going to go pick my children up to go to work. So I can go to work and drop them off at school. I mean, damn, y'all, there's another dude sitting up at my goddamn house sitting on the couch. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the? Oh, man, she did. I'm trying to use my goddamn kitty to get in the house already. Dude, got the front door was open. I guess the motherfucker, he overstayed his goddamn welcome that night or something like that. I don't know. The motherfucker forgot they got the goddamn time. I come on, another dude to the house, man. You look, I'm all, shit, you already know. I'm trying to tear the motherfucking door off the hinges getting in. You know? So I already know what she finna do. She go call the police. So I leave. Like, fuck it. I went on to work. And a lot of the police knew. Police came to my job because I was working at the car manager of the car wash. He came to say, man, I went to your house today. Yeah, he said, man, the, uh, the lady that made your wife or whatever, man, she called the police on. I said, yeah, I know. But I, actually, I was sitting there watching the motherfucking police when he came. I said, yeah, I know. I seen you. Because I was in there. He like, said, yeah. I said, I saw you when you came to the house. He said, yeah. He said, man, I'm going to tell you, man. He said, man, you better get the fuck away from there. He said, woman going to get you fucked up. He said, you know there's another dude in the house, don't. I said, man, that's what the fuck she called you, man. I was out trying to get in the house, and I was going to beat his mother. Nah, no, you see me beating his ass. That's well, He was this big, but that's her, too. She let him up. I said, yeah, that's why I was trying to get him up again. I said, but um, <laughs> I said, he said, man, you didn't leave her alone. Man, you didn't leave her alone. I said, man, she disrespected like that, doing that type of shit like that. Another man in your house, man, he, you come working and shit, doing this type of stuff. Another man up in your house. I said, man, you need the hell to get away from hell. But anyway, y'all, she messed me up finally. I, I ain't had no goddamn choice. Had me locked down, lost my job, lost every fucking thing, you know. So, you know, I damn near like Brother Dave said, kind of went homeless for a little while and shit like that. But it was all good. Bounce back, baby. I bounce back. That's how, that's how we do. We bounce back. I'm better than goddamn ever now. Yes, sir. I'm better than ever. But the thing is, we sometimes we'll justify hanging on to some bull, some bullshit we got to leave that shit alone. We know it's damaging. We got to leave that shit alone. Let it go. So some of that, I guess I'm saying that to y'all, you know, some people out there, you got something, man, you know it ain't right. Let that shit go. I don't give a damn what it is. Let it go. You know it's going to damage you. I, you see, you might be on some drugs right now. I don't know what your, what your, your vice is. Might be the bad relationship. If you know it's something that's being detrimental to your life, it's going to catch up with you finally. Let that stuff go. Because I'm telling you, the stuff when I finally went through, man, I that shit hurt. But I had the warning signs with death several times. Several times, plenty of brothers told me, get your ass out of there, bro. Get over out of And I had, right now, I was, just, you know, in the wall of your name. I mean, I had the knowledge. I, I, I had all the fucking knowledge, but it, the knowledge wasn't good enough. Applied. I didn't apply. 
enough to get the hell out of there. So, but you know, it it built it built me up to where and made me the goddamn man that I am today. So that that hardship it helped. But you know the thing about it, man, I I, I shouldn't even have to go that way. So I'm just saying, man, y'all, if y'all got something you're going through, some device, I mean divisive. The head to the road, man, gone. It ain't it ain't even worth it. I tell anybody right now. I don't like getting in nobody relationship with them. But I'm telling man, y'all, y'all got that shit, man. Get the get the hell out of there, bro. Get the hell out of there. Whatever it is, y'all got to going through. Whatever kind of thing. It ain't got to be a real bad relationship. But if it's something, man, that's that's gonna destroy your life, hurt. Get the hell, leave that shit alone. Don't quit trying to justify hanging on. It ain't worth it. Cause I'm telling you, whatever get gonna come back, it could be, it could mess your ass up. It either break you, go broke, you will probably like go homeless or whatever, or or you, you might goddamn it get killed. You might end up dead, might wake up dead. And I ain't trying to be fun on there, y'all, but you might wake up in another dimension. What is it in the afterlife or whatever they said? Uh, transition. Let that shit go. Don't justify that shit. Let that shit go. Cause I've been that damn fool, just like that white boy told me I was gonna be two white boy. Goddamn two white boy, I was a goddamn fool. I, and I admit it, I was a damn fool. And I seen the signs. I was a damn fool. So y'all don't be no damn fool. That's all I'm saying. Don't be no damn fool. I know you're smarter than that. Don't be no damn fool. Let it go. Now how I got there, y'all? I don't know. Maybe it had to been something I had. And I don't know, y'all. I don't even know how I got there, but. Hey, that's how I go. But uh, uh, my brother Jay, you didn't say nothing wrong, bro. Um, frustration. Sometimes we got to get that out because sometimes I guess that's how I got there, y'all. <laughs> that frustration. If sometimes we don't release them pressure valves, and by you coming, just like you said, you, you appreciate it for letting us let you come on the show and vent. You had to release those pressure valves. Shit, that's what anything, bro. We we. I be at work. We have uh, 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 the trucks at work. They have to release those air tanks from the airlines. So the, sometimes you don't do that. Drain your tanks. You mess around them, lock them goddamn air brakes up, and all that shit. So even with us, we have pressure. We have things we have to release. Sometimes you don't, bro. You fuck around. You 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 snap out at the wrong. It's, ain't nothing wrong with that. Sometimes we have to vent. You know, hell, if you got to go by side and. And and venting into the goddamn nature, arguing with the goddamn birds or something. You know what I'm saying? Venting by yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with a little vent sometimes. That's it's better than you doing that and to go out and really do some physical uh venting on somebody and, and it's really not meant for them or just go out vent and do harm for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Just go out here and wild out. And like we were saying, just being uh, um, know how to maneuver. You're just running out there, ready for war, and you're not prepared. And just going out here, just be like some of these goddamn mass shooters and crazy shit. And I know that ain't our thing. And I ain't saying nobody gonna do that, y'all. For the record, we ain't saying nobody finna come out here and go kill nobody. But we don't want uh, people going out here, man, and 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 and, and vent in the right, wrong way or being unprepared in any type of thing. So ain't nothing wrong with you. So I'm coming on, bro, and, and saying that it is good because we good. We got to, and we need to hear from our youth. 
I remember a show. I don't. That was a long time ago. I remember this good this show we did. And speaking of this, a, a young brother. I don't know. I can't even remember who it was. The brother was, but a long time ago, I remember we had some brothers on. And a young brother was breaking down, like like LJ did, was talking about what was going on with young people and just, you know, giving the perspective of what was happening with, with, with young people. We always talking about these young people, they messed up out here. They doing this, they doing that. So the young brother come on, but just talking, you know, he was trying to give his input on stuff. We had some other brother like, hey, man, wait a minute, young man. Hey, he can't. You know, because they, they got this thing. You know, it is the thing, I guess, in the community. I don't know. Some people say they ask the elders to have permission to speak. Y'all y'all know about that, right? So they ask the uh, elders to have permission to speak. The elders say, yeah, you got permission to speak. So when the brother came to the show, he was trying to, you know, give his brother. brother got mad at him. Wait, hey, yeah, you, whoa, whoa, whoa. You ain't, first of all, you ain't asked the elders, can you have permission to speak? Now, wait a minute. First of all, Coach of Freedom I'm 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 basically the program director on here and I'm I'm hosting this show. I asked, I open up the I open up the brother Mike and let the brother come on and say peace and greeting to your brother. Uh welcome to the show. Damn it, that means he got permission to speak. So and, and it wasn't no host on the show. This wasn't no brother here or nothing. It was some brothers and brothers on the line with us. They started going off on the brother, you know, talking about he ain't got permission to speak. He shouldn't even be speaking for now. Like, hold up. First first of all, we talking about the youth. We talking about the things that they were doing, maybe that we say they were destructive. God damn it, he here now. So let's let him defend himself. So we, I mean, maybe he can't he can't speak for all of them, but he's one of them. We need to hear from him. We need to hear their side. So sometimes, man, that's like when we as so called adults or elders, why you figure sometimes children don't come to you? Because I remember sometimes when I was even growing up, like. You you go to some elders or, or your grandmama or somebody. Boy, shut up! Don't don't be come asking me no damn questions. You know, I ain't gonna say sorry, but that's how some folks up. Don't be asking me no questions. How my mama, you know, really about me better, mama? How am I gonna learn if I don't ask you no questions? How am I ever gonna learn if I don't ask you ask you no questions? That's what you really want to say, but you know you can't do that. But you know, it's like they they sometimes we. <sighs> I guess you intimidate you or uh, put people don't want to come to you because they know how you're going to act. So we even go to the youth like that. You don't be asking me nothing. You got to ask permission to speak and all this, you know, just snapping out on them like just spazzing out on them. That shit ain't good. Because who they now who they going to come to? So they're going to, like the brother said, they're going to create their own stuff. And there's no need to go out really just create some. Like I said, like, like J.J., don't go find something to get into, JJ. You find something to get into, your ass gonna probably get into the wrong stuff. So, as elders, man, we gotta be careful as too. So with that, I don't know, with that one, like when the young brother came on, I didn't like that shit, man. I kind of, I guess, I went off on them brothers because of how they did that young brother. We can't talk about what the youth how they messing up and shit. And then when the youth come, you can't, you they can't even talk. No, fuck that. Let these youth talk, man. We need to hear from them. Because we can't, because y'all look at all of these movements that went on back in the days, the civil rights movement, this movement, that movement. How, how old y'all think Noah Drew Ali and all these people we talk about, how, how old you think they were when they started all these movements? Years old, when he got them, got into the civil rights movement. We know that because he died at a young age. Uh, Brother Malcolm, a lot of people we talk about, they wasn't, man, they wasn't no guy. 
They wasn't in their 40s and 50s and shit when they were doing what they were doing. You look back at the Black Panthers and all of when they got started. These uh, student council, what about student council unions and all this stuff? First of all, well, they were students. They was on college universities. So we know goddamn well they weren't no senior citizens. It have always been the youth who kicked things off. So some of us, with our old decrepit asses, it's going to be the youth going to get you where you're. We're too goddamn, some of us too goddamn old. We got arthritis fucking with us. You got gout and shit all in your goddamn feet and shit. Your arthritis in your hand. You can't grab a goddamn baseball bat or shit. You're like Fred Sample. So it's going to be the youth, man. Are going to kick this shit off. But they got to have a little guidance, though. See, we might have lived through some stuff. We got a little wisdom on some on how to guide them, how to do it. But they may be the ones that's going to physically have to do it. But we, it's just like any tribe, you got, you know, you got the elders that got the wisdom. They got a little bit too old. He on canes and shit now. We ain't expecting them to go out there and do no goddamn physical stuff. But they can go out here and, and just like plant the garden. I might know how to plant the garden. I probably can't pick up the goddamn, the, the, the back hole or nothing like that and or no shovel and, and go out here and move this stuff around. And I might get my son, hey, son, look here. I need you to go out there and uh, uh, plant these seeds for me. You know, look, well, look here. No, no, you got to move the dirt this way. I'm, I'm, I'm instructing them how to do it. He going to do it, but I can instruct them on how to do it. That's how we got to do. Instruct them on how to move. But we got, you are going to be the ones to set this shit off. They, they always been the ones that did it. So don't be so goddamn critical on the you. Be there to instruct them, bro. Don't be getting on them and talking. They y'all, they messed up and shit. They doing wrong, man. And you fucked up. They, excuse my French, y'all, or, or English or whatever the hell I'm speaking. If they messed up, it's because we messed up and didn't give them guidance. Well, we stopped trying to give them guidance. We stopped trying to instruct them, or we stopped trying to give them constructive criticism. Huh? So yeah, they may be messed up, but whose fault is it? Why they messed up? Them our babies, them our children, them our them our nieces and nephews and stuff that's out there. Them our little cousins, whoever, whatever. They are you. So if they messed up, goddammit, because it's our fault. What they say? They the elders. They, if they the elders, the elders always gave instruction. We can't be talking about where the elders and the ancestors this here. You want to play the role or have a title of an elder, but you don't want to do the duty of an elder. Like goddamn it, so-called some of these leaders. Where the fuck you leading the people to, leader? Huh, leader? You supposed to lead? Where you leading the people to, leader? Pastor? You leading them to the pastor, but what the fuck you feeding them, pastor? You got a flock of pastor being the church that he's the pastor. Okay, the pastor, and then you have a flock. But what are you feeding the flock, pastor? What they eating on, pastor? Eating on bullshit. You ain't leading them nowhere. You ain't no motherfucking good shepherd. They said Jesus is the good shepherd. That's what they say, y'all, to the church. He's the good shepherd. But what are you leading them to? You leading a lot of them to slaughter. So if you're going to be a leader, goddammit, be a good leader. You're going to be a good shepherd. Lead them somewhere, but man, they can eat, goddammit, some good nourishment. You can't lead no damn sheep in the in the field, man, they eating some goddamn nitrogen and shit. They eating acid and shit like that. Excuse me, y'all. They got to have something to eat on good, man. Something that's going to nourish them. Like 
You tell me about now these animals, they shooting them up with all kind of protein, all kind of shit. Uh, not protein. What's that? Uh, uh the other one, hormones. The cows and shit because they want to make them big. And I'm with cows sick. The, the everything sick. God damn, all everything on the planet sick. We sick, boss. Oh hell yeah, we sick. Everything sick on the planet. The plants, everything sick on this motherfucking planet because we got a de- degenerate motherfucking people who want to be leaders that run and shit. And they killing the whole planet. The earth's sick of these motherfuckers that's even on the planet. <laughs> that may be why the moon gonna turn red tonight, goddammit. That may be sick of these motherfuckers. They're ready to get rid of them. They're re- they're we finna get rid of these motherfuckers. I don't know, y'all. But uh, that's enough of my rant. I guess y'all, I don't know. See y'all, I see y'all let the whole, y'all let the spirit get in and that black spirit get in me, y'all. I get to run in my mouth. I forget where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Let me go, let me go. Let me see. I know brother just said that. Goddamn, Summary, shut up. Come on here. Uh, all right, y'all. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Brother, you got something you got to throw in right fast? Yo, I know where brother Day go. Chief Rabbi. He got that. So I forgot y'all. I ain't going to tell y'all. They were talking about that Latino woman in the hospital, y'all. They sent her some flowers. Don't y'all tell him I said he sent that Latino woman some flowers the other day to the hospital. Don't y'all nah, tell that won't nobody. Be some, I told y'all that. What's that day? I, I, I said her shit. That was tough. Oh, damn. He heard me, y'all. My bad. My bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was just that That just you barrico, ain't you? <laughs> and I, 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 I saw Justice in that new Nat and Natasha video. Uh, Who ju- Justice in a video? Yeah, yeah, Justice has some little cornrows on top with some with a fade on side, and he was he was dancing uh, with uh, Nacho from Chino and Nacho. Yeah. He was dancing in the video with some nachos. Nah, with a dude named Chino and Nacho. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought he said Justice has some nachos yeah. in the sombrero. Nah, nah. He was, yeah, 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 yeah. He probably did have that, too. Yeah, he had that, too. And he was with this girl named Natty Natasha. Yeah. All right. You That's a all right, Hotep, peace. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum, brother David, Israel, chief, chief, brother chief. Let me tell you something, bro. You know more Spanish people and groups, and you must have the Spanish channel, and you get you subscribe to all the Spanish stations on YouTube, and you got emails from Spanish radio. <laughs> And everything, and everything you do. No, I'm just messing with you, big brother. Because <laughs> you was messing with me, man. I know you see you with that good hair and all, and you speak Spanish. You probably do got a couple of them Puerto Rican ladies over there. Uh-oh. What's that, what's that, uh, the Spanish chase, what's that Spanish station to be on? Telemundo or something. You know, easily. He knows every channel. <laughs> I don't know, keep it real with us, brother David. You know you Spanish. 
I just want to know one uh, thing. I just ask what as y'all one brothers to one of y'all do I'm trying to get a copy of this CD. Which one of y'all got Menudo's greatest hits? Oh, you talking about Menudo? Nah, that's 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 just just the one that Vic OC greatest hits. Um, I, I heard you over there uh, asking me at Cuero by Vic OC. I'm telling you, look. I don't. Yeah. I can't even think of one Spanish CD. Yeah, I, I can't even think of one. You be over there with Ned and the oh, guys. I do. I got it. I got it. It's from yeah, Q-Tip. From Q-Tip. Benita Appabon. Got to put me on. Benita Appabon. You got to put me on. That's the only sport Puerto Rican song I know. Uh, I thought I did, I did you used to be with uh, Vic O.C. And Jay Balvin, you be with Jay Balvin and us and Ozuna. Uh, I, I don't know why you think all this. You watch too much TV. I, 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 I saw you with Ozuna. See, you don't even know what I look like, so I don't know how you think that I was with somebody in in a, a Spanish station uh, dancing. And, I don't have cornrows. I haven't had no cornrows in a real long time. Yeah, so, no. you had to fade on set. No, I no, my hair is all good. All right, now look, I want to yield my time because Brother Sunray said he would have uh, liked to listen to um, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and I I cut it down to a few minutes, so he I got it to the part where he's talking about our history. And he talks about the moon, like you talked about earlier, brother. Mm. Oh, okay. So you know, would, right you on probably, point. You probably appreciate it, yeah, because it seemed like it's just timely that what you were talking about with the red moon, and that what the honorable Elijah Muhammad saying here, it's just I got it to the good part. So you might want me to once the tape stops in about twelve or thirteen minutes, I could flip it over, and there's thirty more minutes left. So you, you know after. The first few minutes, I want to yield my time. I just if yes, you allow the honorable, like okay, here, I'll, here we go. I'm read myself out too. I, I want to know if it sounds right. So okay, you I guess, me? I guess. Okay, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. It's coming on right now. Now we go back again to our let us talk on the history, because it is the thing that we should know. History makes man. Without the knowledge of history, how can we prepare? Brother Sunray, how does that sound? It sounds good. I'm, I, I lost good. Yeah, I, I lost my sound in my earphone, but I, yeah, I can hear it though in my uh, my phone. You hear, it, brother David? Enough? Sound, I heard Chief it clearly. Rabbi, does it sound good? Okay, I'm going to continue it. Yes, Here we sir. go. Future for ourselves. Without the knowledge of history, how can we tell where we stand at at present? History makes us. True history is our guide. We must know what was before we can know what is and what is yet to come. This almighty God whose proper 
children's children throughout the unending years to come. For this great truth, for this glory that he has shed upon you and I, for this salvation that he has brought to you and I who were under the shackles of slavery and living in the house of bondage and serving uh, a people that had no love for our fathers, that actually killed them for the fund of it, and went them to death for the fund of it, actually mocked them, taught them in a way so that they would be a mockery for their civilization and for all civilized people of the earth. This is the trend of the so-called Negro under slavery or in the house of bondage. So this is a salvation to you and I. You and I should be happy and should not be ashamed as so many of you who have such little knowledge of actually the presence of God among you and the wisdom that he is given to you that you feel ashamed to even confess his name as it is written. You feel ashamed even to uh, say that you belong to the Islamic world, which means a nation of entire submission to the will of God. You are ashamed to even say that you are a Muslim, which means a righteous person. Muslim is uh, something that you should be glad to represent yourself as being a Muslim. But you're ashamed because the devil has made you like that. To not to confess that you are a follower of the God of truth and justice. You are not to say that you are a Muslim. You are not to say that you believe in Islam to get their friendship. And for uh, 300 years, 400 years now, up until this very hour, regardless to what you accept and believe in, you accept whatever they offered you for 400 years, and you believe in it, and you love them, and you tell them you love them, and you hate yourself because of this deprived knowledge of self by them to you, you even hate yourself and love them. Therefore, you feel ashamed to say that you like anything other than what they teach you. You feel ashamed to say that you're with your own people. I was talking with a minister one day, and he says to me that I love everybody. He said, I love white folks. I say, yes. I say, there is no people on the earth that actually love their enemies but the foolish so-called American Negro. And that's due to the lack of knowledge. He has no knowledge of himself nor anyone else. Therefore, he says a lots of things that sometimes he actually lies. He 
master, sometimes he lies there. He don't love his slave master, but he's afraid of his slave master because he don't have the knowledge of his slave master, nor does he have the knowledge of himself and his God and the people of God. He knows nothing about it. He knows nothing about the power of God. He knows nothing about uh, anyone but his slave master and his children. And he knows that they do not treat him as an equal human being. He knows that he don't expect justice when he goes into their court. He knows that they are not going to treat him right if they even uh, <clears throat> stop him on the highway to pretend that he's speeding and if he is speeding. He don't expect justice. He knows that. And especially in the South, where if he turns his back, he's likely to be shot even after being falsely accused of speeding. And if he was speeding, he's subject to be shot in the back when that he turns his back on the highway patrol office. This is a land wherein we just don't have no justice and no friends. But this is the land that Abraham said that God revealed the history of the revelation to him concerning his people being lost for 400 years. This particular spot where we are in was not known to the scientists where this place would be. All they had was that they would be lost somewhere on the earth, but just where it was, they didn't know. At that time of the revelation to Abraham, you must remember that the radiant was in this part of our earth who had been brought over here according to uh, the uh, revelation of Allah to me in the person of Master W.D. Barad Muhammad to whom praises be forever. That uh, <clears throat> they had been the Western Hemisphere for 16,000 years, driven out of what is known today, the East Indians, uh, who are now uh, countries borders Pakistan, and who once uh, were the masters of that entire country. They are called the East Indians to distinguish them from the West.
Okay, bro, sorry, that was like the end of that side of the tape. So, you know, uh, if you want me to continue, I certainly will. We can talk about a little bit of it now. Okay, yeah, if you want to, we can we can, we can talk about a little bit in, uh, we still got 19 minutes left live in the show. Okay, he didn't go into the part about the moon yet and everything, but he's going to go in real deep. About half an hour left of it, if you, you know, come on in here. Yes, sir. Well, based on what he was saying, I mean, not much has changed from coming mm-hmm. off of what he was saying way back then about how we don't get justice. You would think that by now, if you had faith in this country, that we would have justice by now. We would be treated fairly. We would be treated equally. And um, people would not see color and treat black people mm-hmm. like uh, they're not human. All these incidents, they're calling the police on little children for cutting grass and trying to sell lemonade. You mentioned about the young lady at college fell asleep uh, outside the dorm in one of the rooms, and they called the police on the girl and asked for ID and all this ridiculous stuff. Then we're being shot by these uh, wannabe cops. They want to take justice in their own hand, and the law is designed for them to get away with it, so they're doing it, and you're going to see more and more of this type of thing, because white people, I don't know, what's in my throat? I got got to get something to drink. There's some white people who don't, um, they're in fear. 
And so a lot of them, when they see a black man, they're intimidated. And if the black man is acting some type of way where whatever it could be, he, in his mind he can conjure up anything and justify shooting and killing that brother if he, if he wanted to do so. So it's going to be some cases where brothers are going to be um, prepared because there's some brothers who are ex-military and they're licensed uh, gun carriers. And this thing is going to go the other way in, in a lot of cases because brothers are waking up and they're realizing that down in Florida and some other places where they have the stand your ground law and it only really works for white people, that they're going to have to be armed and ready for an encounter with some probably racist white person who is intimidated by their presence alone and they think they're going to do something, you might have to have a quicker hand or have an upper hand. You might have to just react faster. In a lot of cases, if you're an expert in martial arts, that you pay attention to how people's body uh, motions are and body languages. And if you are confronted with someone who's kind of aggressive, you watch every move that they make because you still, at the time, have a chance to disarm an armed person if you're not armed. And that's why mm -hmm. I stay in shape. So um, I have several ways to bring down a person when I don't even have a weapon. And if someone has a gun, I had done that a long time ago, but I hadn't trained, but it's just instincts kicked in. And I was, had to take the gun away from somebody and I ended up with a gun in my hand. I'm like, man, this is crazy. What am I doing with this thing? But I took it from somebody because they're trying to stick me up. So, um, but I'm kind of like more training now, so just thinking about different things that could happen. And I just want to be ready, you know, just in case somebody's like just not acting right and they think because they have a gun on their hip that somehow they can talk. Because you can judge a person by kind of what they're saying and how they're coming off. And so just pay attention to people's body language. And be prepared, try to stay in shape, do some push ups and do you know, do a few do some stretching and just do some different things. And build up your arm, do some um, some curls and do some overhead lifts and different things just so that you be more prepared in the case where you have to use muscles and endurance. Um, because I'm not an advocate of carrying weapons and carrying guns because um you know, I don't want to be that type of person. I get angry and shoot somebody because I'm angry. And a lot of people, they just do that. They might just shoot somebody because they, their temperature got raised up a notch or two. And because they have a gun, they're that angry where they just want to end this person's life instantly, you know, without having a fight. So a bunch of cowards out there. And if everybody was... Uh, just work out like back in the day when in the Chinese society it was a lot of kung fu and karate and people going at each other with swords and karate and like I'm I'm like that type of brother I'm an oldest brother now but I'm in that kind of shape right there where you saw the dudes with long gray hair and they were bad they flip kick somebody in the eye you know take somebody's legs out do a roundhouse you know 
deep, all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, I'm still in shape like that. Like where I'm, like you, you know, I you, you see I'm a little older, but that that boy bad. So you just stay in shape. I had to knock a guy out on the bus last week, and I ain't even want to. But it's just the way it happened. But he put his hand right up to my eye, and I just knocked him out one time, one punch, you know, right out the front door. But that's how things, I'm not even lying, but that's how things happen. Like, you just got to be in shape, be ready for stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to be prepared though, all the time. Yeah, and brother, can I ask as a question? Mm-hmm. So we talking about the animal life, playing animal life, Muhammad. Now I know I've heard some. Let me cut this. My sound and my major uh, earphones, um, master earphones. Anyway, how? <clears throat> well, I know we were just playing it. How important? And that's this question because I hear some, heard some statements. Some, some degree. I ain't gonna say where it come from. That he would say that teaching. From the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is outdated. That's old, outdated information. Um, how, for you, I, I, I just make this personal for us, I guess for us or you and me, I could say, how relevant today is it teaching of Honorable Elijah Muhammad or uh, any of those teachings? And I know we said started the nation and a lot of things. How relevant is that teaching to you and your life at all? Uh, how could it be applied for us in in our lives today? All right, so for me, I had always thought in a way where I embraced our culture and I had a love for our people. And this was just the early days before I even knew anything about the knowledge itself or the Nation of Islam or Honorable Elijah Muhammad, even Malcolm X or even Minister Farrakhan. I didn't know anything like that yet. So, But I had a certain philosophy about things, and I just didn't have no support. But then when I ran into the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad through Minister Farrakhan, I, and I began to listen to the tapes and, and listen to the messages that uh, Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught Minister Farrakhan, and he was like an extended messenger, or whatever his role title would be. But he was he was talking about the teachings of him, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So for me, it just kind of brought me to a point where now I have someone to justify my understanding of things because I understood things in a way where a lot of brothers probably did, but some of them might might not have. But for me, I was on a certain quest, and by the time I started listening to Mr. Farrakhan, it was some somebody now that I can see that, wow, I see how somebody else, it's okay to think how I think, and somebody there is who, who thinks very similar to how I think, even though I don't um, probably believe, uh, let me see how I can say, but uh, how do I say, uh, you know, when somebody's saying something, you say, you don't, you don't go with everything everybody say. But, you know, a lot of stuff that he say, or most of the stuff he say, I, I agree with. But then there's some stuff I don't really, you know, appreciate or agree with. So that's where I draw the line. So I try to keep my own mind where I'm not just throwing my whole self to somebody, you know, and just say, oh, yeah, I, just, I don't worship no man. So I just, but he was enough for me to say that 
my mind was okay and that I'm thinking in a way that was pro-black and that was about love for ourselves and our kind and, and the teachings that I learned from there. If I had not learned that, then in my life, I don't think I ever would have had the rationale to understand what do for self means or meant, and I would go and do that one day. I might not have ever went and did for self because I never knew that. But then when I understood what he was saying, it made me recognize that this is a possibility that you can be uh, self-employed and and, uh, be self-sufficient and independent. And that's what I went for. And it worked for me for a long time and still works for me. So that's part of it right there. And there's a whole lot more, but, you know, we would have a lot, a long time to think about and talk about all the, the effects <laughs> of the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad because on the rest of the tape, he goes in so deep on some stuff, Brother Sunray, man, you're going to be like, man, he goes, he goes he goes way back, you know, about the moon and all like this a little bit. So it's only a half an hour left but on the on the tape. And, uh, you know, I can start it whenever you want. Very good. All right, fam, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Um, let me see. We got some. We got eight minutes left live in the show. You want to continue? We're gonna go into overtime. So you want to kiss the overtime show? You can call in at three four seven eight five zero eighty thirty three four seven eight five zero eighty thirty to call in number. Uh, you want to finish the uh, remainder of the show? Uh, like I said, we appreciate everybody always tuning in and listening in right here to Culture Freedom Radio. This Culture Freedoms. It's Friday night. Talk with Culture Street Radio. Y'all in the house right now listening to the Chief Rabbi David Israel, Brother Justice in the house, and Brother Sunray Nine, y'all. We're in the house tonight right here tonight just chopping it up on various topics of conversation and finish, get ready to finish listening to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, y'all, the messenger. Yes, sir. He was called the messenger of Allah, that, that one who was raised up in the wilderness of North America for us to come and give us light. And as he always said, that he come to uh, clean us up because we were the people up from slavery. Like you said, man, up teen years out of slavery. I'm not going to quote years because I know some people will love the debate about how many years, but that's irrelevant because we know that we were in the captivity. Um, we was captive, held captive here in this land for a while and still going through some things as with uh, captivity or slavery as, you know, whatever we all want to deem it and title it. Um, but he came to give us a message, and I, and I say right fast, it helped me in many ways. It helped even to this day. I don't have to be a part of the Nation of Islam or been in the Nation of Islam, but it, 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 it taught me uh, a lot to how to love, have love for self and kind. That mean those who look like me are melanated brothers and sisters and understand who are my true brothers and sisters and to have uh, a discipline. And what discipline? I know I'll be cussing y'all. I know I'll be cussing and I I got to work on that discipline. But other discipline, uh, what I want to have, I want to go out here and kill my brother for just petty things. I can try to work out the difference between my brother and we have a disagreement. It's all right to have disagreements. As long as we don't get to the point where we want to uh, kill each other and uh, pull out a gun, I can't stand that nigga. Bow! And I kill my brother. No, no, that I, no, I wouldn't want to do that to my brother or my sister. We ain't leaving my sisters out, but 
that teaching have helped me a lot, shape my mind in a lot of great ways. Um, and it ain't just, and our people are talking about Islam. It ain't just about the religion of Islam. It's a lot that goes into this. Uh, and like you said, I didn't come to give you religion. You had too much of that. But we're going to let him get in here and teach it. And I want to do this one, one half of a song. I got to do this for Chief Rabbi David Israel. And we're going to get back Uh-oh. into this, uh, to the planned clip. We got five minutes, like a three, four, seven, eight, five, oh, is the remainder, uh, the show y'all want to listen to overtime. But this for the Chief Rabbi David Israel right here, y'all. This right here. Listen, y'all. I knew it. Okay, so get down. Okay, so um, let's start with this. What's the name? Cutie. Where were you going? Where were you going with it? Me and Elsie Gundo left my wallet in Elsie Gundo. That was dope. That was dope. <laughs> he left his. David left his wallet in Elsie Gundo. Yes, sir. Yes, he did. Ain't that the Greek? What was that? Uh, who ain't that? There's a tribe called Quest. I left my wallet in Elsie Gundo. That's the name of that one. Right. Uh, right. Uh, well, I know Justin's got some uh, uh, passing the motor by Tego Calderon up there. Let's pray, man. <laughs> no, I need See, that to man know finish. all them down. Well, you said it, Justin. He know too much about them Spanish stuff. Man, I I I haven't recognized one thing he said yet. That's like he's speaking Spanish to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He just, that for a day. Now go on tell the truth. Now I don't know. You my brother. I gotta ask this question. You, you ain't got the tour in Spanish, do you? Oh wow. What? You ain't got the Spanish tour, do you? Nah, 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 nah. I've seen it though. Oh damn, they got one for real. I was just playing. <laughs> okay, my bad. I know Justice got the Spanish Quran. I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. I'm going to throw so out this one right here. I'll go ahead. What's that? Hey, but you know what, brother? Sir, Ray, this is my thing now. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, anyway, where you going? Here you go. You go ahead, brother. Sir, I, I lost my thought. Oh, okay. My bad, brother. Major earphones I got, my master earphone, I don't know if it, the blog talk, it went out through the switchboards. I got to listen to the phone, and it's kind of, I'm, I'm giving a delay in it. But I should read one thing from the uh, uh, Theology of Time. Keep in line what we're talking about, the Elijah Muhammad, Theology of Time, uh, on page 102. The Elijah Muhammad has said here, um, when a man becomes so dead to the knowledge of the things in which he should be doing and the knowledge of himself, Erased in time, that man is in a bad condition. Yes, sir. And most definitely, man, we have become, not all of us, but a lot of us, we have become in a bad condition, man, because we have shown enough, uh, been come to the dead, to the knowledge of the things that we should be doing. And that's like I said, what we kind of were going into Monday, what we should be doing, man, and um, how we should be trying to work on uh, our community. And not just like brother, they be talking about working on everybody else's stuff, and yours is working. You gonna work on everybody else's house, 
your house is in shambles. You know, uh, uh, shingles hanging all off the roof, grass ain't cut. You know, all kind of stuff. Garage about to fall down, but you over there working on all your neighbors' houses and your stuff falling down over there. So without him, we got to get back to the knowledge of what we should be doing for, to uplift ourselves and resurrect ourselves from this mentally dead state. Like you said, a deaf, dumb, and blind, not physical. But, you know, hey, y'all know how it go, what, what the teacher said. But that's enough of that. Okay, we got one minute. We get ready to go into it, Brother Justice. So we get ready to go in overtime, y'all. I got one minute before seven eight five zero eighty thirty is the call-in number to catch it. We going over. One last thing he did when he wrote How to Eat to Live, book one and book two, and I read them books, that brought me on point to what I shouldn't eat and what was grafted and what wasn't made by man and what was made by mankind. And so it put me on to the science of eating right and eating in a black man's diet versus eating in a European's diet that was given to us. So it's been 28 years since I had any meat besides fish. I don't eat any chicken or anything else. And a lot of that came from teachings of Honorable Elijah Muhammad through KRS-One, who was, remember I uh, talked about that song, Beef, that made me a vegetarian. And in that song, KRS-One mentions the How to Eat to Live book written by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So on that note, here comes the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Here you come. I'll be at that part of the tape. Here. If not their fathers have suffered it, why should you take side with people who you know all your life has been an enemy of the black man here in America <laughs> to help him to make mark of your own people. Help him to claim that he's justified in saying this uh, during this to you and I. This is uh, very shameful and a wicked thing on the part of the intellectual people of our kind. Here in America are scholars and scientists who are ashamed to confess their are they want to be like their slave master's children. Therefore, they deny and reject any glory coming to their own kind. But pretty soon, Allah will change this particular thinking. I'm assured of that. It is written and prophesied that every one of my people will be resurrected into the knowledge of their own and all will go to their God, go to their people, and go to their own country, and they all will be happy, and they all will live in peace, and they all will praise and glorify the God who delivered them. As one place says in the Bible that in that day and time they shall not no more say that the God who brought them up out of the land of Egypt lived. But the God who searched and 
until this present day, we use that particular number of years that brought about a change in our history. Every 25 years, 25,000 years, pardon me, there came about a total change. Almighty God, Allah said that once upon a time, they wrote history for 35,000 years. We are the writers, he says, meaning the dark of people of the earth, who has been here ever since the universal created, are the ones that actually record history of everything that takes place on the planet Earth. And the ones who knows what has happened and what will happen, it is our own people. Isn't you better happen to be a member of a people like that? If you can only be made to believe, I'm satisfied that you will be as happy as I am and my followers. If you can believe that this is the truth, and it is the truth, beyond the shadow of a doubt. It's nothing but the truth. We know about the 6,000 years, which means, uh, doesn't uh, mean any more to we know who has been taught uh, 60,000 years, 60 trillion years uh, ago. This 6,000 year old history of the Caucasian race Seems like talking about here just yesterday because of the long, long, long history that we have been taking over and that God Almighty Allah in the person of Master Farad Muhammad has revealed it to us and have given to me the understanding of this particular history and that I'm now teaching you and others how to understand it and how to understand the histories of the prophets and their saints as recorded in the Bible and Quran. He has given to me this understanding. He has uh, revealed this secret to me. Uh, and it is written that God always reveals his things are his secret only to prophets, our servants whom he chooses. I don't represent myself as a prophet because you don't need a prophet today. This is the end of prophets. The time that we are living in today is the end of the prophets. There is no need for a prophet after the coming of God. There is no need for a prophet at the end of the present world time. The prophets was uh, before. And the prophets, uh, uh, they were sent throughout the 6,000 years of the Caucasian history on our planet. And uh, there were three great ones, namely Yaakov, the father of the Caucasian race, Moses, and Jesus, Muhammad the last. Muhammad takes up in the resurrection. Muhammad, in the seventh century after Jesus, gave us a picture 
in the 1400 year uh, years uh, after his death. He gave us that, or rather, a lot of the return. And we have it here in the Quran. And this Quran teaches us just what we may expect today. It leads us up to the resurrection of the so-called American Negro. They are the one to be resurrected. Through the whole entire darker people of earth is in the time of a resurrection for their own future. Because it's the end of a world that has ruled for the past 6,000 years. These things uh, that I'm saying it's very, very important uh, that you hear and very important that you believe, very important that you understand them and lay them to heart. Because, as I first said, without the knowledge of history, we are lost. And therefore, cannot calculate nothing. As a man without math, the knowledge of mathematics, he cannot build. He is subject to a civilization who understands mathematics because it takes mathematics to build a civilization. The knowledge of mathematics as it, uh, it, it is found in the universe or universal order thing being the very root and which the universe is based upon. It is mathematics. It is the very root of the religion of Almighty God. The religion of peace. Islam. Mathematics. They are the true religion that we have and it is compared with the true religion of Islam. Mathematics is true. Islam is true. Therefore, the two goes together. I say, you must know yourself as God Almighty has revealed it to you. You must give a listening ear to yourself. Here in Chicago, where uh, so much fine wisdom of uh, God and the religion of Islam has been poured into the Chicagoan uh, original dark people for the last uh, 25 or 30 years. Now, you are the one that is still slow to respond. It is a shame for Detroit and Chicago to be lagging behind other cities which is now increasing in converts throughout the nation, from the Atlantic to the West Coast, and from the border of Canada to the Gulf. What you find our people today, as Ezekiel described them, and uh, understand of dry bones. So says Almighty God a lot to me. This is something that you will not agree with. The only thing is to be for you. Two ancient 
which is too far back. 76 trillion years since that we had the sun alone in the universe. It used to serve us. So, Master Farad Muhammad, to whom all praises is due, for 6 trillion years before that we had stars. And it was 66 trillion years ago since we made moon, as you see her tonight from this planet, dividing this planet, which was which is called Earth in English, and Umar in the Arab tongue at that time. So Almighty Allah has taught me. And this is a piece of this world, right? The scientists agree that it's a part of the earth since they have heard the truth of it. It is every way shows that it is some of this earth. But there is no life on it. There is no water on it. I don't know why the white man thinks that he can go there and build a civilization on it when God himself rejects life going there. I don't know why he's, maybe he's just putting one over to make us laugh. But uh, we know that life cannot exist on the moon. We know that. That's the full knowledge of the moon and how that it is, uh, arranged there, and what happened to it makes life impossible to survive on the moon unless you go into Canada, you plenty of water from this side, plenty of this atmosphere to live in. You most certainly will be deprived of atmosphere of this side. You will most certainly be deprived of water. You will be deprived of vegetation. You can't eat your beefs and your lambs and your chickens. You cannot go out and uh, pick vegetables from a garden on the moon. I don't know what you will live on unless you have uh, a market transportation from the earth there on the moon. And you cannot live without living in an oxygen tank. You have to live completely concealed, airtight, in some tank, because you cannot breathe on the moon. If your face appears on the moon, so says God to me, that your eyes will pop out of your head the very first thing, because they have water in them, and uh, that is something that's not on the moon, and the magnetic power of the moon is so strong, so terrific, that you just won't be able to even look at the surface with a naked eye. You will have to keep those naked eyes behind some material that will not allow that outside dead air there to enter your live skin. It, is, it will be death to you. And I don't know, as I say, this is only fiction or only something uh, 
Chicago. Don't be proud because that you have a degree, degree from college and university of this world. Don't be too proud to accept your All of this passes away as it did in Sodom and Gomorrah and the time of Noah before that. They all passed away. They hold to your God. They hold to your own kind. Separate yourself from other than your own kind and accept your own and be happy to fly to your God who is seeking you to set you in power forever on this paradise. I thank you for your and I pray Allah that I will be back at the same hour on the same station expanding week. And I pray that you will think of all that I have said in this hour and pack the caution. As I say unto you, my beloved people, and those who are listening, and the Arab language, which means peace, I salam alaikum. All right, brother. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Good. Yeah, I don't believe so you, deep, brother. Somewhere, <laughs> what, uh, what you want to discuss about some of the topics he was touching on? Oh uh, yeah, like he said, what he said. He, <clears throat> excuse me, and, and that's staying true. Let me turn turn this down on my ear. He, he, he was right that we have fallen asleep. We have a lot of we have. He said we went to sleep. For six thousand years of waking up, but it seems to be now we there was awakening that we had at one particular time, but now it's like it seems like we are falling back to sleep again. So yeah, though, mm-hmm. we've been lullabied back to sleep all over after we had a great awakening through all of those great teachers that we had for a time that was that was coming, and, and I and I had to do quote something that um. Well, I ain't get quoted exactly, but yeah, but but Dr. York had mentioned something. I remember him mentioning something. He said uh, a lot of our teachers that came, you know, we had Dusali, we had a lot of teachers that came, and they all, uh, as you say, was divinely inspired to come. The teachers they had, they were supposed to come at different times to come to do different missions. So people like oh, my teacher this, my teacher was that, so and so. But he said they all were supposed to come, and they all had different missions, you know, but it was to wake us up at different times. So now it's like, um, really who's here now to uh ain't well I didn't really look at it now. We some of us just out here teaching this thing. That's why we kinda like some people say, Man, y'all just regurgitate stuff that was said right back in the day. Y'all keep on teaching on like y'all keep teaching this. Okay, 'cause it's just like when people go back into other ancient books and quote things out of the, you know, people say out of the Bible, out of the, uh, I don't care if it's from Kim and stuff, because whatever it is, we had a time where we, we did have the, and I would say divine messengers that were supposed to come and wake us up. Now we looking at a lot of our people are going back to sleep because who's still here? We got, I can't say that, nobody. We got Farrakhan, though, and I know a lot of people don't want to listen to Farrakhan because of certain things. 
we do have people come as warners and give us messages, but you just have to watch the signs, know the signs as we talk about the blood moon thing. So you got to know the signs. As for a matter of fact, I just went outside while I was listening to uh, listening to that. I went outside listening. Uh, my the moon in my area, I guess it hadn't. It's not time yet. It's still the full moon, bright mm-hmm. yellow. I mean, bright moon. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's yeah, it said a lot in there, man. He says, uh, and especially with a lot of people who probably listen to the audio. When you, especially when you read. I get more into it when I read what he says and, and the books. And most of the things that y'all hear on the audio is actually uh, uh, what a, when, when, you, when you read the book, that's what I'm trying to say, is he didn't really write no books. Now, what I was told, he didn't really write the books. A lot of this stuff that you read from the different books, Mr. The Black Man, Theology of Times, it's just from, from different speeches he made and was compiled into book form. So like I said, you you know, so I like to read the books and uh I listen to some of the audios, but I get more out of it when I read the book and I can listen because you know, you get more I just get more out of it when I read the book. Yeah. I find when you have a chance to listen to something more than once, then you get more out of it as well. Because the first time you hear something, mm-hmm. you're kind of just hearing it. If you hear it two or three times, it's, wow, it's going to really have the effect that you know supposed to have, uh, you know. As you as you listen, so mm-hmm. but what he was saying it seemed to be still speaking towards our times that we're living in right now. Oh yeah, and yeah, so when yeah. People say that does. you know, yeah, when they say that you know, uh, what he said doesn't stand for today, or it, you know, we shouldn't use that. It's still the same thing. Yeah, he hasn't, you know, it's the same thing going on. Yeah. Same type of issues. And the black yeah, man, the enemy don't change his tactics. That's the thing about it. He don't really change his tactics. You know, he kinda modified a little bit, but he really don't mm-hmm. change it. So if you go back to sleep and don't pay attention, you you fall for the what they say, you fall you falling for the same old trick all over again. Sometimes we say that you falling for that same old trick. And that they right. And that's what he do. So you're right. Is it, 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 nothing and a lot of things he says. And, and I say this, y'all. No, no offense. What I'm about to say on this one. See, sometimes for me, that's why I said sometimes I can go back and read what he say. I'm a person sometimes I guess with high energy, and certain speeches and certain people I listen to, um, they message. If it ain't that high energy for me, because I'm, I'm 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 high energy too. I can't, I can't grab it. It's just like he might his teacher, Malcolm, teacher and college them teacher, war uh Elijah Muhammad. I listen to them, I can grab it, damn near on first hit, foul. Because they come with them fiery. You know, like they said, they, they got them uh teach hard ministers. Them, them I, I say it like that. Them teach hard ministers. They message is fiery for me. It is that they, they teach with high energy. It's just like a lot of people now on it could be on YouTube anywhere. If they ain't got that that, that certain energy and they speed, they dry and I don't, and not disrespect if it's dragged out type, it don't hold. It's like any people where you like, man, you get bored, you like, oh shit, when they go finish. But they could be dropping some information, <clears throat> dropping some pure not science. But it is sometimes, you know, some of us 
you know, we just we it's hard for the whole some of us because we so a lot of us so high energy. Like they be t- that's why they try right. the white aka white man them to try to get with eight ADHD. Talking about putting our children on ADHD. That, they we the height they can't and they slow. You know, they got down to my them the European they slow. So they got a drug our children up to be able to catch up with them white whatever that you know our children doing. So even with me, that's how I'm I love high energy and uh or speeches that cause so that's why I said I can grab more to his books than basically his speeches 'cause I think that was his in, speeches uh, I like, oh man, I can't I can't that was, that was in the late fifties. That was in the late fifties somewhere. Yeah, I understand that Malcolm then was late too. I, I mean, it don't matter when it's time. I'm just saying his energy, how his. Mm-hmm. I ain't no disrespect. What he's saying is is right because he he get it in the books. But I I'm got just saying it's what? just for me. I had to. Man, I'm, I I'm, I'm a high energy person. So when I speak, it, it, it's some teach hard type thing for me. So I guess I that's why like about. when I do the, I do the same thing. And some people are like God damn, you need to slow down. I just how we are. You're right, and I, I understand what you're saying. And Minister Farrakhan, he's fiery, and Malcolm X, yep. and Dr. Khalid, yep. you know. And uh, but here's the messenger bringing the message for the disciples to carry out. So the disciples mm-hmm. at the stronger tongue, they go to the hood. They know how to bingo and gringo. They you know get it in and, and make get in with the church and let the black people know we all one and do the message from the messenger in a way where it's entertaining at the same time, educating and, you know, uniting. And um, so it's different ways. Everybody can't be the same because then uh, you would be like a clone of somebody. But you hear a lot of people in the nation that they sound very close to the way in which the Honorable Minister Farrakhan speaks. You know, they talk almost just like him. And to me, I don't really, mm-hmm. really dig that so much. When somebody sounds almost mm-hmm. just like Miss Farrakhan, <laughs> I think you should have your own personality. And when you sound yeah. just like the man, it's a so it's several of them that sound just like him in their speech pattern and their technique on how they deliver their message. It's the same as Minister Farrakhan, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but they got but they modernized it. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like certain things they modernized it for. Today, like back in the day when I'm like Muhammad probably was doing and teaching, that probably hold that held the audience. It did because it was the 30s. Time progressed, like I said. That's why mm-hmm. some people might say it's outdated. And you get like, I'm, I've, I've noticed uh, when I play some of them the, 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 uh, audio, when we're, even whatever we were here, we would play like some shows when I'm Elijah Muhammad. People wouldn't even listen. Mm-hmm. I ain't lying enough to the, the show to listen, but they wouldn't listen. We could play some Malcolm, Khaled, Farrakhan, either one of the students. We mm-hmm. the, the listening numbers be there. They be they be out there. Mm-hmm. But now, like I said, that's the teacher. Is is just how some part of the delivery and things it is right. type of things that um don't hold a lot of the people today. Now I guess he can be oh, dro- right. dropping pure facts, man. And, and I didn't even notice tonight, even when we. Were uh, start playing in the second half. A lot of callers dropped off from here, from that. No word. Not, you but know, that's on them. We don't. We don't take you know, away from you know what it is. I mean, yeah, if they don't listen. I mean, it just they don't. Not just a disrespect for what you were playing. It just, it just, it just is how it is. They don't. 
They drop off well, sometimes. I mean, it happens like that. that. But I've noticed this, this too. Religion, I've tried to play it. Because it, it, I don't it, really. If, if you hear something they, that's true, if you hear something that's true, it might upset, you know mess up your uh, way and how you rationalize things or how you think. So you just, a lot of people don't want no monkey wrench in the way they think. So if they hear something and you say something, it might change up how they feel about their Christianity or whatever. Well, it wasn't. It's just not there because some of the people that listen, the same people damn near that always listen to the show. But like I said, mm-hmm. it's it's the delivery because they a lot of people that listen to the show. They know how we come on. We bam bam. We shooting them cannons. Bam bam bam. And how I do it. And like I said, no disrespect to the 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 men. I mean, yeah, Elijah Muhammad, but. A lot of people they used to that from when how we deliver and then then like they hear that like it don't hold them. You know what I'm saying? It don't take away and then we can come on here and, and do that whole speech. And right. the whole same speech. And, and everybody it, stay no on. No problem. Everybody be listening. Bam. Everybody so it's like I said, you right. that's why I say a lot of the things people be looking yeah. for new information and a lot of the information, the the answers that they looking for is already there. Sometimes you like to say you have to modernize. That's why some people are talking well, about the teachings is old and outdated. No, it's still record. Like you said, these things are th- still happening. So what we have to do, take it, sometimes up, update it, uh, and things that is nature. And and people like they can relate to it. Like I said, certain words have to be changed to catch some of the younger people, mm-hmm. put it in terms they can under uh, understand it from. And, you know, so... Like you reading the people read the Bible. They say, I don't like the Bible, man, if it ain't got hither, thou, all that in there. But you saying D today, you saying we and then they talking about hither, thou, and come on, bro, y'all understand. You know what the hell I'm saying, <laughs> but people like, I don't read the King James Version if it ain't got hither and thou. Ooh, that's old English. That was only put in there to appease the aristocrat, aristocrats. So when you know dither or uh, hither, you mm-hmm. or Dow that means D fool. We don't say old Dow today. We don't use right. those terms. So you That's modernize right. it and then as it evolve with the language to fit the people so they can grab a hold to it. That's all what I'm saying. So that's why a lot of people don't you know, they don't really be listening to the honorable Elijah Muhammad. But all of those students, ministers that we like came under him. And but it is a difference in the teaching too. I noticed that. You listen now, to Malcolm, mm-hmm. and you listen to Honorable Elijah Muhammad. The teaching styles are totally different. Mm-hmm. That's because of the, I guess, how you would say the the education or the way in which Malcolm was able to educate himself by learning the dictionary, learning how to speak, or learning how to pronounce words, and learning all the meanings of the words and. So he he was highly advanced in his vocabulary and his uh, way in which he, he you know can express. But he still had the message, uh, the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He would always say, you know, before he spoke that uh, the, the source of his knowledge comes from the teachings of you know his his uh, uh, his mm-hmm. the teacher. So I don't want to keep saying he likes. Well, yeah, he would say that, and and, and Mm -hmm. out of respect for him Mm -hmm. being a national representative. But I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just. You listen to really Malcolm's speeches and some of the things Malcolm was teaching on, like the Van Van Damme conference and all Mm -hmm. of them grassroots speeches he was making. He was speaking on a more 
it's kind of like I give it like as I can. Honorable Elijah Muhammad was kind of basically keeping it, teaching about, you know, mostly um, shit. Kind of, damn, I'm trying to see. It was Malcolm was going more into a grassroots nationalistic yeah. type right. things and talking about things that were relating to more until like we were talking about um, history files and things of this nature. Honorable Elijah Muhammad wasn't going, if I, if I even read his books myself, he don't go into some of the things that Malcolm was going in. And I, under, I understand that because remember Malcolm had people working with brothers like John Henry Clark, John Henry Clark that was doing the historical part <clears throat> with Malcolm. So mm-hmm. I can understand there was a lot of this stuff with that. Uh, well, why the teachings was somewhat different. But it, and it helped to grow the nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. You it know, does, because of Malcolm, did. the it way his, his message was represented. It was, uh, you know, I'm skeptical of Malcolm. Now, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had told Malcolm that he shouldn't be all out in the media and on the microphone talking, you know, out there like that. And he, Malcolm, uh, I guess expressed himself to Don Elijah Muhammad that it would be good to do this and that, but Don Elijah Muhammad didn't want him to do that. So after he did what, being do, on television and stuff, yeah, doing that, he didn't want that at first, but he convinced him that you know that he would be standing up for uh, the nation of Islam and his teachings, and that he would just be doing it for that. But initially, Don Elijah he didn't want that, so. And then you have, in a case where you see where Malcolm was starting to talk more about all of these other things that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad wasn't teaching on, and so I'm, he was so highly seemed to be educated, where I'm, I just don't know. In 39 years, he was so smart and brilliant on uh, matters of dealing with uh, the world and things going on in all all countries and everywhere. Like he had the kind of knowledge where he could have been like a president with with the kind of knowledge that he had. So I kinda of wonder how he was able to amass so much knowledge uh even with the teachings of Alan Willis Mama, even with the being a Garveyite, but to just be smart and brilliant like that. To me, I don't know, I'm skeptical. Now sometimes I think sometimes I think Malcolm could have been could have could have been a, a a plant, or I mean, I'm not, I know this is probably get me killed, right? Because I say this, but it seemed to me Malcolm. It seemed to me he could have been like an infiltrator to the nation. With no, sir. Here, here, here's the situation. Because Farrakhan kind of did what Malcolm somewhat would did. Call it. Uh, was kind of like the new reminder of Brother Malcolm because Colin was going into a lot of the. It was that Malcolm was taking a nation. He took the like I said. There's documentaries that even say this. Not just me, but it was a thing up. I, I black media archives of things that was on iTunes. It was on PBS too. They talked about how the numbers grew when Malcolm was the national representative because he was taught to go build. Um, these different temples and things. And I, I would say it grew because of the message that he was bringing going outside of and, and 
this is why I say still today, the people will gravitate more with, to what Malcolm was presenting because we can understand Malcolm in the speeches that he was making and, and because of how he relate to history and things that's happening to the world more into the honorable Elijah Muhammad. And even with me, I only grew up to Elijah Muhammad so far when he get into certain things, but when he go, um, like we talk about what's happening all over the world, how it can relate to to the scriptures or whatever. And uh, that's kind of like what Malcolm was doing and, and building and dealing with the grassroots. And really he was trying to tell all of Elijah Muhammad, you just can't talk about what we got to do for black folks. And then you don't you want to allow us to get out in the community and help the people in the community. See, there was a lot of things that was happening with Elijah Muhammad. It's just like, you were just, you just talking shit, excuse me. You talking a lot of smack about we got to do for self and do this, but then you talking about we can't get involved, and you never seen the Nation of Islam really get in the, into uh, like this political arena uh, so far of as helping right, to right. Uh, get people like you going. What legislation did the the Nation of Islam even fight for? Even goddamn it today to get probably like, none. You know they didn't they didn't have anything. They weren't doing mm-hmm. it. That's what Malcolm said. He wanted to get basically get his hands dirty. I don't want to be at it just to be talking about all this black power stuff, and we ain't politically. Not even say you got to get involved in politics. Now, ain't talking about politics, but getting political and get things done. You know, look at Dr. King. Them they over here doing stuff on a massive scale, getting laws passed, getting the you know you can get like the Jim Crow laws, uh, get that done away, abolished, get this we. That's what I'm saying. We got to have a track. We can't get involved, but we talking about we love black people. We doing this. Right, see, so that, was, the, that was the, another problem. See, if, if the teachings of the unrealized mom is to not have a weapon and, you know, own guns because we outnumbered and that's kind of just like doesn't make sense to try to go up against the army that they're going to That's destroy. not what I'm talking about. I'm saying, but what that's Malcolm not what I'm talking about. See, look, oh, okay, here's something. When Malcolm, Malcolum left. We're not talking about political. What did Malcolm do when he left the Nation of Islam? He tried to go to the, well, I know they know that the UN ain't worth shit either, but he was hooking up with African countries and other countries and, 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 and taking the United States, talking about human rights violation. He couldn't, he wouldn't do that under the Nation of Islam because Elijah Muhammad wasn't trying to do that type of shit. He's trying to get, you know, go to these people and let's link up. And let's bring them on charge of this human rights violation that was happening with us as a people. Nation of Islam mm-hmm. wasn't trying to do that shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about on a political get. Like Mal, uh, uh, Mal, I mean, damn, Dr. King was trying to get voters the Voters' Right Act so they can stop the violation of uh, asking you these stupid ass questions, how many bubbles in a damn soap bar so you can be able to vote. So they was trying right. to get these voter suppressions type stop. You know, and all the stuff they were doing with the civil rights movement. So Malcolm wanted to debate it. Look, we need to get our hands dirty. What can we do? As the time we the nation of Islam. So when he stopped, got out of the nation. Look what his uh, organization was was trying to do. But he got cut short in the process of doing that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about right there. It's getting your mm-hmm. hands dirty. It's just like what the young brother LJ was talking about. The young people don't want to be hearing about no damn high, well, he, like he said, high science. Well, we need to learn that, though. But they don't want to just be hearing about high science and shit, bro. We need to be getting our hands dirty. 
and that's primarily some of what I'm saying about the unrelated mom and someone to teach it. Yeah, you talking about the white God see, and that's that's like Christian doctrine is somewhat too. No disrespect. But you talking about Farad Muhammad gonna do this and he came to do this and doing so and so do that. He gone, but we you said he came to liberate us and free us, but you still fucked up and they still kicking your ass now. So that means his mission failed then. So he didn't do what he came to do. You said he gonna come to lift us in heaven at once if we um as the Elijah Muhammad was saying, once you come to Islam, you got freedom at once. And Farad came to do this. He came to study. He did this here. And then people believe in that. Now he gone, and you still getting kicked in the balls. So it's like his mission failed. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. Because without him coming, the knowledge wouldn't be in the world. A lot of people. But no, he said he come to set you at heaven at once. What? No, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's something else. That, but what that's you, the teaching. Set you at heaven. Okay, so that's a position of knowing where heaven is. The real holy place is mental. So once you got your whole self together, you are in a heaven state versus being in a hell state and don't know what's going on and out of your natural black mind. So that's what heaven is. So, but he said he come to destroy the wicked and all of that stuff that he talked about. That, and, it's, and it's happening. And it, see, things have but to see, play out. But see, he wanted to always. But they play out. You know what I'm talking about, don't Because he talking about the fraud was going to destroy the wicked and do all this. You know, a lot of them brothers like, man, no, fuck that, man. We got to destroy these motherfuckers ourselves. We got to do stuff. (laughs) He, Elijah Muhammad, teaching that fraud going to do all this shit. You know, that one with Malcolm. He would say a lot. Get our ass out here and do this shit ourselves. You know what I'm talking about? He talk about fraud in the person of a lot. That's how I feel. But uh, brother Dave, where you at, man? Dave might be, hey, yo, whatever. He's somewhere probably knocked. They got himself muted out. Right. So that's the problem. I said when you listen to, and it's no disrespect. It's just the difference, man. That's why a lot of people but, still gravitate today. They don't even like, especially like RBG Blanchless. They don't even. They don't. It ain't stunned the point that. Malcolm was saying he's a Muslim. They, that's irrelevant to the to the lot of black community who love Malcolm and even Dr. Collett. They don't care nothing about what they said they religious. Well, they put that in it. They don't care nothing about that. They care about what they were standing for and what they were fighting for for the people. So you just primarily talking about God gonna work it out. He gonna fix it. They, I mean, people don't want a lot of the national people. They don't want. We don't want to hear that shit. Cause we, that's, you, you sound like a Christian to us. Wait the thing on about Jesus, it is, no, bro. That ain't even what Jesus. The, thing about what Jesus it is, was, the Bible you even said that Jesus told you. You supposed to hit them in their pockets, though. That's where you can. But stop I'm saying, when you just teaching that Farad Muhammad, God gonna work it out, bro. That ain't even what. That ain't what the scriptures say. I, you know that I, I'm Jesus don't even say that for the Christians. I, I'm, so I'm we don't want to hear that, that. dumb motherfucker. God right. don't work I'm not, it out, I'm bro. not familiar we, with that. What I'm, what I'm more familiar with is that the knowledge being in the world. Look at all the people all over the world, all in London and all in Canada, like he said, and uh, everywhere. People are uh, are, are enjoying the, that the messenger had a message and that he was they talking about you know what? Muhammad. He started, but it was. A lot of them, and I got, and I, I mean, 
lot of that information, the people, when the, the nation, when the group, it didn't grow. I'm going to say it well, wouldn't no, have. No, but right. the nation didn't grow if it wasn't like, for the national representative, a.k.a. I Malcolm, at that time. That's right. I agree with you. Going around, pushing that and growing the nation because when he got in there at that time, they only had about that, that the history that I went through and found. It was like only 500 some members or something. It grew as Malcolm was getting there, standing on the corner at fire, this fiery speeches and things that he was getting into the grassroots liberation speeches. It grew into what it got to then. And not okay. even with Farrakhan, look how it had grown. They, his students have. More of a reverence than he do. They, ain't no streets named out there. And I'm just saying, I know because a white man, but what we had, well, black folks had them to do that. Ain't no streets named out there. Elijah Muhammad. Don't, like I said, we could play Malcolm on here. We could play Farrakhan. We could play Khaled, all of them. We, the people would listen all day long. They come out and listen. But when you play on Elijah Muhammad, both gone, bro. Ain't nothing named out there. Ain't no name street named out there. Elijah Muhammad. Ain't no dedication. None of that shit. It might be. It might be. No, ain't none of that, bro. Don't forget. I bet if you take the paper, ain't none of them folk going, man. Farrakhan them don't even holler play the Elijah Muhammad them no more. They tapes in it. They don't even. They don't even play his tapes in in the Mars no more. There's a brother I wish I can go. He got a show. I ain't got to go. You can go to his show. Check uh, Hiram fifteen five. Uh, Hiram fifteen five blog. He got a blog, but he got a trumpetofthetruth.com that plays on here. Well, no, nah, Hiram fifteen five blog. I forget the name of his show. It was Rashid Muhammad. That was he on Facebook and stuff. He we used to, you know kind of co- uh, collaborate with them brother, but they used to talk about how they went to the mosque, what the Farrakhan them temples. Kind of teach on his show a little bit, but he deal with a uh, uh, what you call it? I forget political uh, geopolitics on his show dealing with Elijah Muhammad. But he said they don't even man. He went to a mosque or a study group class, and they was like, man, he had a tape with Elijah Muhammad. He said, can we play this man? Let's play some Elijah Muhammad. No, 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 brother, we can't play that in here. We ain't allowed to play that in here no more. Wait a wow, minute, that's what started about Elijah Muhammad. Y'all couldn't play it. They were deep brother was teaching because they was going to some of them groups. Study groups down in Florida and places. They don't even do it. I try to, when I get in there, I see all the Farrakhan books in there. They got the ones from books and stuff in there. They got the Lost Found Nation of Islam, and then it's the Nation of Islam. The ones led by Silas Muhammad, the other son of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, which they don't support the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad through Minister Farrakhan. They just kind of say we're nah. just going with, with, with uh, Elijah. So they separate from the nation of Islam. Yeah, they said it was uh, his son. They said Silas was his son-in-law. Son-in-law? Okay, well, he still, you know, has his own group called the Lost Found Nation yeah. of Islam. Yeah, so that's kind of confusing to people who was trying to see what's going on. Kind of yeah, they all just ran off of it and doing their own thing, you know, because mm-hmm. they just steal it. Now, you got a dude named uh, the Son of Man, Marvin Muhammad, and this and that. And hell, he ain't never met Donald Black Muhammad. They all of them just started their own thing because they want to be leaders. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it don't take away from Donald Black Muhammad. I'm just saying, man, you want the people, man, that they don't want to. They don't like. They don't listen to that. They well, they into the student because it's it's certain it's messages. That's what all I'm just saying. It's the messages that they present. You just talking about come to Islam and this and that, bro. I, I folk don't want to hear that, man. Mm-hmm. 
Like we gonna you be tell us man how to help us. We gonna we gonna what we gotta do to get free. We don't want to hear no goddamn Farad Muhammad gonna save us because if he had to save us, he fucking he gone now. Why did he ain't do it when he was here? <laughs> you mean you might well I might well go back to motherfucking church and wait on Jesus. You real hard. So on I'm just saying, but he just he's the one that with the people. Well, okay, okay. 